Uh, speaking of movie quotes, by the way, and not to keep dragging back to the last topic, but I remember what I was going to. Are we recording it? Uh, we can do a proper countdown. Okay. Uh, no, I'll, I'll bring it up on it. Actually, it's a shame because if that was recording, that would have uh, we are made recording. sense. Your dope's got schooled Biden style. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. <laughs> also cluttered with famous people people who are already fucking famous have to clutter up this damn medium and get in our way when everybody our shows are better than theirs god of course the baby's awake hold on oh my gosh no this is america don't catch you slipping no no. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. No. This is America. Yeah, right. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Yeah, right. Sand the floor. Runs in my area. My area. No. I got the strap. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, or I'ma get the bag. Yeah, I'm so cold, like, yeah. Frangel. Yeah, I'm so dull, like, yeah. Frangel. Oh my gosh. No. Send the floor. Take your microphone into your. Like. Like. you're on the speaker. Like. Like. There you go. Juicy as always. Look me. I love the last. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like, get me. And 20 seconds later, you hear the replay of. <laughs> and I was just thinking when I listened to that, I was like, I'm going to rewind that just to hear Dick Me again. I'll tell you what, man. When I listen to the show, if I were just to listen straightforward and get it done, but I'm always re- I'm rewinding it like 20 times because like, I got to hear that again. I got to hear it again. 15 seconds back. So I keep like rewinding it. And I I'm know, like, oh, man, this is so- and that's like the worst part, like when I'm, you know, like when you, when I re-record it and like edit the sound and put the music in, I want to pause it and be like, hold on, I got to capture that part, but I can't pause it because it's going to screw everything up. Yeah, it's so good. I love that hat, by the way. That's a great hat. Isn't that a sweet hat, dude? Um, it's Dan, Dan cool. Levitard's brother, he's like an artist and he also does like clothing and paintings and he designed their whole studio. It's a bird down here that always travels in twos. They always travel together. They're not the lovebirds like in in birds, but they're like oh, yeah. that. They stay it's together. It's a sweet cat, man. I want to get one. Isn't it cool? Where do I buy it? Father's Day. And look on the inside. Good. Oh, nice. Welcome to Miami Beach. I gotta See? get Lebo, like Levitard. There he is. Gotti. Okay. Who's Speaking your of daddy? Dick, rip mine out because I gotta take a leak. Hold on. We're not, at least we're not recording. At least we're not. At least we're not uh, live in front of a. Oh my gosh. Doing the first video cast tonight in front of three million people. Right, the first Facebook Live, which we do need to he's do. He's pissing on the. He's pissing on the show. I think I saw an advertisement where you could do multiple facebook lives almost like multiple facetime but oh my gosh on facebook live right i don't know see if i can do it it's definitely something we gotta to start do we gotta start doing the show. video show we yeah. have we to gotta... do video man 
That would be we, yeah, the that's transformation. That's the biggest thing people tell me we need to do. Like, you should do video. I'm like, you should do your own fucking podcast if you're so good at it. And then I punch <laughs> the dick. Yeah, you should get yeah. advice on something that you know about. I'm thinking about starting an astronaut program. Uh, any no, advice? You're no, you're not. Yeah, go um, to astronaut school. Yeah, the guy from... Uh, How was that yeah, right. last night, man? What is their show about? Food? It's about like, yeah, it's a, he's he's a gay man, so it's a, he. I mean, he'll even tell you this. He's it's about like pop culture, and his previous guests were like the Real Housewives of Orange County kind hmm. of people. And then I come in, and I'm like, Dick me. Ah, right. um, but it was cool, man. It was really fun, and uh, he wanted to do a cross. Curious to get your dick on it. I mean, not literally, but uh, yeah. yeah. Not uh, literally, but kind of. But it was wild. One of the like biggest stereotypes within the gay community. Doing the thing, and it, I was pretty. I was in the zone, but uh, it was really good. Gays know how to party. And, um, yeah, so I'm really excited to uh, uh, to have him on too. We'll do a little because they have a lot of listeners as well, so it should be pretty good for for everybody. But it was fun. I know. I would love if if there was a way we could simulcast, like they do their show and we do ours at the same time, and kind of like include them in on something that we do, and you know, like Sports with John, have them comment on it, because I'm sure they know less than you do. Yes, right. I think so. I think that's a safe assumption. You know, it'd be cool. And then, so what do they? What did they have? It was just. Taking shots and just shooting the shit? No, it was like, he had specific questions, but I kind of derailed us and was like, nice. Twitch! At, and he didn't really, really even know his own social media handles. It was kind of funny. He's like, uh, tweet, yeah, toasted time. We, you know, because he just, he hasn't done a podcast in a while. He's starting up, like, he's going to record eight episodes and release them all at once. So I was like, tweet us, the underscore podcast, and check us out. So let me no, ask you a question. Yeah, we, I don't like that idea. We could never no. do that because... No, it's you can't. It's bad enough that our news is like 72 hours old sometimes. Uh, right. They have to like, yeah, you would have to rely on like, even like, like Pete Holmes' podcast I just got into. It's just interviews. But if it's an interview from four or five months ago, I'm like, ah, whatever they're talking about isn't like relevant anymore. Right. Yeah. So I was uh, a little more juicy. Get real deep on the dicks. Real deep on the dicks. I'm trying to do a live video. I want to see if I can. Link this up I'm too. switching the guns in a minute. I'm still dicking up on the other end. By the way, um, oh, we were both talking about investment in new product for sound quality, and I realized listening to the last show, even though this uh, piece of shit ten dollar headphones and microphone that they use for like telemarketers yeah. uh, comes in clear. Yeah, like it does right now. I'm not even on it, actually. I'm on my phone. Oh, uh, oh maybe it's because you're so close to the phone. Yeah. But I didn't realize how overbearing my voice was. That I've got to, I got to take it down. What, the volume settings? No, this microphone is just too overbearing, I noticed. So I want the screen that... See, you're on, John's on the headphones now, but you used to have the screen, and I thought it sounded good, but then you said it would record sometimes. So no, now I'm the only reason I can do I, I do the microphone, like this, you know, the 
mic with the screen okay. is when I'm in my office. But now that the baby sleeps right across my office, if I do it down here, there's like way too much echo. I did a show where I did the first half with the mic down here, then the second half with the headphones. Oh. The first half, it was like brutal listening back. Oh my to gosh. It. I was like, ugh, just get through it. So it's all about the studio in the end. You got to consider the environmental settings. I did. I've I've thought about like hanging the like soundproof stuff in my office, it, like behind me. But it's just it's yeah. awesome. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I'll bet people That's when I bet making you money. charge South Florida Garage Band oh, to go down there and record if you did something like that. Yeah. They'd like rent your space. Yeah. You got any black tar heroin? Yeah, it's downstairs. Downstairs. Just give me two hundred bucks. It's fine. But yeah, man, the show's been really good and uh, lately. And the last few episodes have been great. And a lot of yeah, a I lot just of people have told me how good they Yeah, I've got a lot of feedback that yo, man, your show is better than like anything we've heard out there. And exactly. it's like listening to three guys in a bar have a conversation together. You're kind of eavesdropping. But yeah, right. It's very entertaining, and you can kind of jump in at any time and pick up on it. And the biggest, one of the biggest compliments that I got, I'm sure you guys hear too, is uh, how like interesting and like quick moving the show is. You know, they're like, there's not a lot of hang time. <laughs> yeah. You know, people are like a lot of podcasts are like, so, uh, you know, I was at the mall, and uh, it's like they just oh, drown it out. We just jump right to it, and and people are like, you know, I don't know what you guys need to do to. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, well, if you have any ideas, let me know, because. Uh, it's really good, but the numbers are up. And the Spotify listens have like doubled. I don't know, really, anyone that listens to it on Spotify, but apparently they're out there. Speaking of, uh, by the way, the, the yeah, yeah. Hipsters. So I, I don't even think yeah, I ever yeah. saw this man lot. I'll be honest. I, I don't think I did, but I knew it. But mm -hmm. everywhere oh my I gosh. look now, especially in the PXs, yeah, there's all these retro shirts. I almost bought a Zima one. There's Ooh, all these yeah. retro shirts. Sold right Last now. Us. You're killing me. Smalls is the is a huge hit spot um, on the show. It, so yeah. I thought. So I thought uh, I would. Um, I only see him at the PX. I don't know. Maybe they're every, Maybe you can get him at Marshalls for all I know. But I see him at the PX. And like, but what if we did something where we got an aut we on air we we I'd buy one. We'd get an autographed. Oh yeah, small shirt with yeah yeah. That's a great idea. Well, um, it's 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 funny you said that shirt though because I, I was talking to him on Monday or Tuesday, and he said uh, I said you know it's amazing you are in that movie because uh, the you're killing me smalls is like in the top ten like phrases like people say and yeah yeah said uh, there's no fine John yeah yeah said. Um, the you're killing me smalls killing me i'm actually tallying the fines right now yes okay <laughs> but i didn't apologize in the show yet nope 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 actually you're killing me smalls. no but he said that the you're killing me smalls t-shirt is the number two selling t-shirt you're killing me smalls like of all time right now like i heard a guy talking I, I heard a guy use that phrase on somebody at a bar and then that segued into the sand this was an old man's bar and it segued into the Sandlot, and I said, they start talking, yeah, remember Sandlot? You're, you're killing kids me, said, Smalls. You know, my buddy works with a fella oh, from the movie, and, you know, we yeah. didn't even recognize him. So right. It's like you can make interesting conversation. And this is a movie about a Little League team. 
or softball. Not even. They're not yeah, really they're not an official oh team. They're just football. kids who play at like a lot of sand. By the way, yeah, let me ask you this, King King Scarred, because maybe you can clear this up. Last for us! Do remember what? Do you, you remember the, the movie Sandlot? Like, have you see, seen it in recent years? He just said no, he's I, never I seen it. I don't think I've seen it, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. I remember well, it coming out. Blush. I, I remember, I think I may have seen scenes. You couldn't get me to remember a specific I don't believe that I saw it in its entirety. Clark, you're right, trying well, to let set me, him let me ask you this. Blasphemous, I'm sorry. Blasphemous. 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 Um, okay, so at the end of the movie, I'll just set this up. I want to try to historically answer this question. It's burning in my mind. <laughs> at the end of the movie, James Earl Jones is a character who's blind because he got hit with a baseball in the 20s. And he played with Babe Ruth. And he said, I remember playing with Babe Ruth. And um, to me, that's a bit of an anachronism because what is that the first – Black, the first African American professional ball player, I thought was Jackie Robinson in 1947, but in the movie, James Earl Jones is saying he played with Babe Ruth in the 20s. What is a black man doing playing with Babe Ruth in the 20s? That would not have happened, right? Or was there oh was my playing gosh. like the Negro leagues? Yeah, maybe the Negro leagues were the farm teams back then for the Boston Braves. I don't know. Maybe I have that, a okay. feeling maybe that's what it that was. 1920s would have been uh, Boston Red Sox. So. At some point, Babe Ruth played in the Negro leagues. Like I don't know why. Like maybe they let him play because he's a Babe Ruth, like Andre the or, Giant. Remember how he went to all the other wrestling affiliates? Hercules, yeah, represented by Vince. Uh, right, Babe Ruth is represented by Vince too. Hercules. Maybe that's what it was. Because I haven't. That ha- it has to be that. lots of information. Who's there? I, I haven't seen it on IMDb or any of the sites like big goofs in this movie. You know how you go to IMDb and look at like the goofs of like things that are incorrect with movies like errors and things like that. That was that's that's not in there. So maybe there is. Maybe I just have to rewatch it. Maybe maybe he says in the movie like. I was on the farm team with Babe Ruth. They, you know. they play with a baseball, Biscardi, real quick, that's signed by Babe Ruth because the kid just doesn't understand the value of it because he's yeah, a new kid a dream in the neighborhood. Right? No, Babe Ruth a, comes in the kid's room. That's true, yeah. And touches him. Uh, but, but the, that's, actor that, the actor that plays Babe Ruth is the guy from... Yeah, who is he? He was also in Field of Dreams, and he played another baseball player, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. that guy. He's a character, He's a character, character actor. actor. Heroes never yeah. die. Heroes are never forgotten, but legends you're never die. But you're... Dead? Legends never die, Keith. But you're really him. You're the babe. The salt and the swat. The king of crash. Crash and a hundred other dopey names. Yeah, oh, he's you heard about that stuff. Never go wrong. Suddenly, Babe Ruth is like Einstein with his like advice. Uh, oh my gosh! So they they hit the home run over the fence where the big scary dog lives. The owner of the scary dog is James Earl Jones, and he said, and he's blind, and he says, "Oh, you hit a ball into my yard," and they're like, "Yeah," and it's signed by uh, by Babe yard. Ruth, and he goes, "George, I know George. George. We used to play together." And I would have beat all his records, too, if it didn't go blind. James Earl Jones. He's in Field of Dreams as well. And they, uh, you said your fingers were gone. gone. They wouldn't let me play in the Pro Tour anymore. 
Pink Crow Tour. Well, Kill. I'm sorry, because you're black? No? Please. Damn alligator, bit my hand off. <laughs> bit my hand off. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Yeah, what happened? Wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. You guess you're black? Hell no. Damn alligator bit my hand. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just the kind of crap people try to lay on me. It's not my fault you didn't have a catch with your father. What's going on? Hey, have you guys watched Evil Genius on um, Netflix mm. about the Pennsylvania uh, pizza shop bomber? Yes. The guy that killed himself with the yes. bomb? Yes. I watched mean, the whole thing. Yeah, I'm on like episode three, man. It's like five or six episodes. Which is funny because it was like a single incident, but they talk about the backstory. If you're not familiar, there was a pizza guy. And I was pretty fascinated with this story because uh, a pizza man in Erie, Pennsylvania showed up to a bank. What was it, like 90, 2000? I forget the year. Yeah, I forget the year. And he blew up. He robbed a bank. There was a bomb strapped to him. The cops surrounded him, and he's like, "You got to get a key. They're gonna blow me up." And he and the bomb went off, and he died. And then they don't know if he was involved or a true victim. And they look at the backstory, and there are these like crazy people oh that like had a body in their fridge, and yes. they had a pizza delivery guy deliver at like an abandoned <laughs> radio station tower, and then he ended up with a bomb. They and put the so bomb around players. his neck, and they're like, "You're yeah. gonna go." And remember, he had that gun that looked like. Remember in the original Batman when Joker pulls that gun out and it's like yeah, the long one. <laughs> he, he had, had that, that gun. It was like a cane. <laughs> he had a cane gun. Yeah. That um. Those are real like, apparently. And the guy was really creepy looking anyway. Dude. I mean, he was a total like pederast. The, you know the what I mean? two like in the, the, the main <laughs> man and woman who like tell the whole story, they are fucking like super geniuses, but insane. Right. Wow. Evil genius. Evil genius. It's really good. <laughs> really good. I blasted through that, and then I blasted through the stairway. That is crazy. Is that pretty good? Big things about that. Real cool behind-the-scene lawyer stuff, where the like the lawyers, they just they play the opposition the in their meetings. Oh, you, you how is he it? Did it? Do you think he did it? I don't know, because I I fell asleep on the first episode. Oh my god! Dude. What is, you gotta watch the whole thing. It's like twelve or thirteen up. episodes. Yeah, that's a lot. But but it's the way he, he comes he in keeps. It's all about the lawyers. See these writers. I mean, that's the whole thing that Basic Instinct was the all staircase? about. She was, she was staircase, a writer, sorry. and she could outsmart the detectives because she was a psychological thriller writer, and she was a psych major. And Michael Peter, you know, writers are. People could keep putting out novels. If you can sit down and you can just write and put out a 200-page book and then publish it and then do another one and another one, and that's your only job, you're crazy because a normal brain can't do that. I started writing a book seven years ago, and I've gotten to page 50. And I think the last time I I touched it is... Uh, Me too. I I think I have like four. They're all like to the midway. <clears throat> it's like, right. and then I start to outline the rest of it so I don't get lost, and then I never, fin- I never fill it in. Right. So I think exactly this guy no. has the ability, I think, to maybe outsmart people because he's he's a very accomplished writer. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. His work, I'm familiar. I can't remember Michael Peterson. Oh, that's right. Remember. Yeah, he is a he's a novelist. He's a novelist. Yeah. Um, 
So he was creative. I mean, that's that's a very common story. It, and insomnia. Remember, Robin Williams was the detective writer, and he killed somebody. So if you're writing a oh, screenplay yeah. about something like this, um, and it's fiction, the guy did it. He's just really smart, and crafty, and, and uh, just the way you know Sharon Stone, she did. So yeah, this is real life, though. I don't yeah, know. It's, 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 it's yeah, a really it. weird case. It's, I gotta it, watch that one. I heard it it's almost good. it almost becomes just like the OJ trial. It's it's about manipulating the jury, and and oh my god, painting a picture. The guy who is the I forget the district attorney, I guess, of Texas. <sighs> yeah, what, amazing, he, like annoying as fuck, like villain role. Well, the case was Connecticut, wasn't it? Didn't they live in Connecticut? And, and she was... Yeah, uh, this was is the story, stuff. right? So, the there was something was in North Texas. Carolina. That's what it was. So, South Carolina. Texas, Sorry. okay. South Carolina. Okay. That's I thought it was, it was in Texas. It was a southern accent. Now it, they... It um, good old boys. They're sitting around the pool, right? Having drinks or something. And... She goes inside to bed, and he hangs out outside, and then he walks in on her, and she's uh, on the floor dying. I mean, it, 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 I heard the 911 tapes. It's pretty oh, convincing. So as a I writer, know. he's got to be a good actor. 18, Cedar Street, please. What's wrong? My wife's had an accident. She's still breathing. What kind of accident? She's still on the stairs. She's still breathing. Please, come. Is she conscious? What? Is she no. conscious? No, she's not conscious. Okay. How many stairs did you what? fall down? Huh? How many stairs? How many stairs? Huh? Oh. Calm down, sir. Oh. Calm down. No, that was 1520. No, is someone crazy enough to will themselves to brutally murder somebody, they can probably stay in this, like, oh, my God, character. Like, oh, I didn't do anything. Oh, my gosh. You know, if they're crazy enough. Because you're in shock anyway. Yeah. But yeah. It, it seemed like he might be the best actor in the world if that's if he's right. faking But he, he was granted a new trial, right? So he's, like, in, a, in the midst of a new trial at this point after serving time. Isn't he, like, isn't he, I think he, he's getting a new, like, he was appealed. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't say it's a spoiler. Yeah, I still got to watch it because I fell asleep on the but there's episode. Yo, there's a twist right in the middle where you're like, Ooh, what the fuck? Twist. Really? And you're almost convinced he's guilty, but that's still, it's like in the middle of the series. Oh, I'm going to check it out. It After I'm done this uh, evil genius, I'm going to fire that up. By the way, tweet us at the underscore podcastle and check us out on Instagram at the podcastle. 259th show, breezing through. Get some gear at kingmanproductions.net and uh, send us some money. The um, the thing, I, want, I know we're going to get into Gotti, and I'm really curious about this review, but before we dive into that bridge of dicks, before we get that banana plum pie, ew, that's disgusting, that's not even a real combination. Um, Ooh, we're talking yeah. about Netflix, we're talking about these shows, and... Uh, have you guys watched um, Handmaid's Tale recently? Yeah. I got that to like the third episode. I liked it, but then I like man. traveled and I stopped watching it or something. You know, something threw me off my binge. 
Speaking of throwing off the binge, I'm a step away from, and this is blasphemous and sad for me to say, from falling off of Westworld. The last two episodes, I don't I feel like, like it. I, I feel like, like I'm it. being, I feel like it's a chore. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're all over the place. It's and I'm a fan, but I'm just, I'm starting to dwell to like. So here's right. a weird thing. Here's what a weird we thing. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm sure you do. They they screen the first five episodes to you know critics or whatever and then they you know the story the scripts I don't know what they do someone gets the first half of the season and then they get like feedback and they alter the the story to like what the feedback of like the fans are and I feel like they're just doing that too obviously they're kind of like making it too obvious they're like yeah everybody's half human half host it's like wh- what now by making it less confusing it's becoming more confusing if that makes any yeah, sense yeah my wife's into it a lot but um yeah i don't know i haven't watched it consecutively from the beginning but yeah i caught up on it later i said wait a minute hold on a second um that famous broadway actor i always forget his name african-american fella um, oh yeah, I was like he's a robot too. now. I thought he was human. Yeah, he's a robot now. Um, I don't yeah, get he's it. He's a host. He's yeah, a droid. He's a host, but he was also a person. It's like really right, based on somebody. No, but it's, it's even weirder than that. It's like this guy's consciousness. Like Anthony Hopkins' character figured out how to like transfer the consciousness of a dead person into a host to keep them alive. He's playing God. Right. Like that guy that they tested on way back when that went crazy. That just they got got the kinks out. Uh, yeah, I think it's Lewis just really Hurt. all over the place. AKA uh, yeah. Peter yeah. Abernathy. Trying to give it a chance. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is all over is so the place. Good. I like it too. It just you know I'll I'll see it through. The last episode it's not was like all Ed Harris. Talking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> talking Speaking, Dead. By the way, I mentioned Broadway. I didn't realize, but last show I said why was. De Niro at the Tonys, and I didn't know that he's one of the executive producers of, uh, of the Bronx Tale musical. That's yeah, there. I read, mm. I heard that the other day. Uh, I read that too, but it's not like it, that was making a lot of press. His either, directorial so. debut. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, no. Well, the movie was his directorial debut, and I, I thought he was. I don't know if he's directing this one, producing it, whatever. I have no desire to see the musical. I don't see how that's a musical. No. I didn't see the one man play. Once you've seen the movie, what do I want to go see? Chaz Palm and Terry. Oh, who I love, by the way. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I just I don't want to watch either. a one man show. I know he did that. That no, run where he did man. the one man show, and yeah, it might be cool if it was like free and you had nothing to do that night. And you're like, yeah, we'll go check out, you know. But I don't, I don't know if I like my interest would stay there with one guy talking on stage. I don't, I don't care like how good you are, you know. Wait, he's really so good. A Bronx Tale is a one man show, or Chaz Palminteri has one. Yeah, it was it was him doing playing, you know, Kalodro Palminteri, well, Kalodro Anello in the movie, and. See. Hey, see. We're just talking like a couple beers. Yeah. Exactly like our money's not green. So he turned it into a one man show and he just gets up there and tells the story and he's trying to play other characters. I I haven't seen it, but I've seen, you know, clips on television. He just. But but daddy, people love him. People don't love him, son. They fear him. You know, like he's trying to, he's all over the place. So they turned that into. But there ain't nobody yeah. upstairs. Uh, but there ain't 
somebody upstairs. <laughs> By the way, um, oh, I love in a broad scale. The best scene is when the biker gang smashes up the bar, yeah. and Chaz Palmentier comes over. And oh goes, yeah, that wasn't very nice. Now you gotta leave. And he's like, we ain't going anywhere. And then he goes over and locks the door. He goes, now you can't leave. And all their faces turn white, and they all those mob guys come out of the basement and start beating the shit out of them. With the bats. Before that, where he's talking to Lilo Brancato, the kid's high. You know, I didn't notice it when I first watched it, but then after all the... Oh, he's high as a kite. Now. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, he wow. smoked right before he, he went and did the scene. So the you see he's looking at him. Yeah, he's just looking at, is it better to be loved or feared? And he's just staring at him like he's staring off into space in some catatonic state. <laughs> so he was asked, I think, by uh, John Tapper some years ago while he was still in prison, um, were you high during that? So he's like, yeah, I may have been. Yes, <laughs> I may have. Been. He made good decisions in later yes. life. Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't kill the cop. The other guy no, did. Anyway. Matthew Bevilacqua. He uh, had a lot of promise in that. Before we get into this Gotti review, did you guys see that article I posted about that New York, upstate New York pharmacy that was like frozen in time that they found? Oh, yeah, drugs. Yeah, drugs. That was the sign the on models. Instead of like CVS, it was like drugs. Right. Drugs. Right. It did. It looked like a well, painting. Uncle Enzo's drugstore. Uncle like Enzo's yesteryear. Drug store. You know, like yeah. with the cooler of Norman Coca-Cola Rock, on the right. outside, right? Yeah, right. Elvis is outside having a cigarette there's, in like jeans there's and morphine. Shirt. There's a big green bottle that says like morphine in the back, you know? Yeah, the Edward Hopper uh, spoof painting with the Elvis <laughs> and Bogart. Uh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Maryland. It was like that. It looks like a Dick Tracy pharmacy store. Marilyn Monroe has like a, a popsicle that she's like blowing outside the yeah, little drugstore. It's a there's hot, a guy sweaty with... day. There's a soda jerk with a white outfit on and one of those white pointy hats. It's yes. just like, I don't know why I slave over a hot stove for you anymore. You want some chili? <laughs> but, chili. you know, upstate New York, I didn't know exactly what that was. I looked at it briefly. But upstate is really full of abandoned places that still remain unimploded. Um, the oh, yeah. Borscht Belt. Oh, all, all the old resorts in the Borscht Belt, like Grossinger's, is still there. And you can see, I've Borscht never Belt. been up there and... and and uh, explored. It's but abandoned. It's it's oh yeah, it's been. Oh abandoned yeah, there was an article on that. I read something on that today. I was clicking around on abandoned sites or something. Some article I clicked on that I saw. That's if you what were I still do. Back east, I would say let's go do let's go document. I would I, I would love to some do tre- that. trespass and document, but love to uh, do. Yeah, it. Grossinger's is up there. All the the old Catskill resorts are, are all abandoned now, and they they just lost money. I'm surprised yeah, right. some of them even lasted till the 80s because by the end of the baby boom era, people just stopped going up there. Stopped doing it. By the way, um, there's a town in the Catskills that they flooded intentionally to make room for a dam back in the mid-20th century. What? And on low tide days, you can still see the town underwater, some of the buildings. And here's a little history for you. And you guys are familiar with this area. In uh, New Britain, Pennsylvania, there's a place called Lake Galena. It's a it's a state park. Crystal Lake. And there's actually yeah. a town in there that was there's like a post office that was used in the early 1900s and they flooded it 
to make room for the reservoir. The but there was a town under there, like a, a village, not a town. I mean, there's like five stores or something. But I never what? knew that. It's amazing. You could like scoop it up. Oh my gosh! The post office down there. No. I mean, Google it. It's wild. In yeah. Lake yeah, right. Galena. Yes, it's wild. That's insane. And then, is that so, a man-made lake? It or is a real lake. It's a man-made lake. And um, another thing too, man, and I'll, I'll get man. off this whole boring subject. But clicking around these abandoned things in New York City in the That's subway, Scardy knows. I'm sure there's there's a, a you know some abandoned. Uh, Subway stations down there, but there's the Are there? um, God, yeah, there's the apocalypse on the I train or something. It's the 18th Street station, hmm. it's called. It's abandoned, but if you're on a certain train, and I don't know the names of the trains or the layout, but if you go on that train for a few seconds, you can see this abandoned subway station down there, and they have like the old like ticket booth and oh, like it's weird. creepy. You know what oh. I mean? It's like something out of Ghostbusters. There's like, like a skeleton. Look transit. The... I can't believe it's still standing. I want to say that goes out to wild. Well, the J train goes out to Cypress Hills. The L train goes to Bushwick. Same in the membrane. So yeah, really? I, I just made that connection. John, what's your baby doing crawling on the floor back there behind you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's sleeping. Um, do you guys want to get into Gotti? I've no. had Brett Katzen message me yeah. privately and said, are you guys really talking about Gotti tonight? And I said, uh, no, but I, Biscardi saw it. He's going he's gonna to talk about it. Um, but Wait. Gotti is. I just want to. What's that? Biscardi, you did see it. I did see it. I saw it on Sunday. Um, I'm really curious about this. If you're ready like, to dive into it, I'll, I'll get into no, it. No, it's your call. Let's Whenever thrust. you're ready, jump in. I'm just setting it up yeah, for to you, Maestro. When you want right, to talk let's about just it. get into it. Okay, yeah. so I'm um, curious. Grab beer. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's not as horrible as I expected, but, you know, the movies got flaws, and a lot of the flaws fall on the actors. Uh, look, John Travolta just wasn't Big John. <laughs> um, yeah. He didn't pull his uh, Robert Shapiro chops. <laughs> she not at this time. She didn't do it. I know this was his passion project. Oh, right. One thing else. Let's start with the positives, actually. Let's uh, before yeah, everybody's yeah, been yeah. trashing this. Let's get into the positives. No, no, let's get into okay. some, some juicy things. Breach. No. While it, it isn't, um, it, it isn't Gotti from 1996 HBO. I mean, Armand Desante was the better Gotti. Looked more like him. You know, uh, John Travolta. You put the two people together, they they didn't really look alike. Even the hair and makeup, you know, didn't really do. it. They put a gray wig on him. And right. he's still pretty blue-eyed John Travolta. God, he looked like uh, a gorilla. Creepy. You know. Yeah. Uh, but Seuss getting Reed back to the positives, this, this oh, is yeah. kind of a different story. This is the story told uh, th through John A. Gotti, or John Jr., as he's called. Oh. Um, hmm. And it was based That's on a book that he was writing. My father. Oh, my gosh. Something. I don't know. He started. He wrote a book. Okay. And so even though it details a lot of the major points in Gotti's life and his rise to power, they're very brief. It doesn't focus entirely on him. It's through the eyes of, of John Jr. And the, oh, here's where uh, hmm. I, it, it gets a little interesting. You know, in every other story about him, well, really there was only one. It's the HBO movie. It ends with him because when Older that movie was made, he... 
Scotty was still alive. So the movie ended with him going away to Marion. In this movie, right. it actually is a little creative. It starts, it's narrative storytelling that starts with him at Marion in like 2000, uh, 2002 is when he died. His okay. son comes to him, uh, I think that same year, between like 98 and 2002. John oh, yeah. is under fire from the feds. He wants to get out of the business, so it comes, okay. it comes into it comes into the story with their meeting at prison, and what's positive about uh, that is this wasn't some Hollywood bullshit script. It's based on the, the book aftermath. that John Jr. wrote, and John Jr.'s words kind of really uh, wrote that particular. Thing. He wrote off. that from his brain. So it was oh. first-hand experience of what happened. So it's not like, you know, some autobiography or something by somebody else who, yeah, were, right. you know, it probably yeah, hero. was said like this. Or uh, I heard this went on because I interviewed some prison staff. No, this was straight dope from the horse's mouth. First-hand, so right. So everything, right, it was first-hand experience. So you're seeing the conversation that took place entirely reenacted. That was good. Um you know, the kid that they got to play John Jr., it was hard on him. He's a kid from yeah. Toronto. Uh, yeah. I don't really know the actor. Yeah. But <clears> he <throat> did kind of look like John Jr. when he was young. The problem was they had to keep him looking like John Jr. all the way through time. Oh. And it's not easy to do because the kid's like 20-something oh. 20, 20 yeah. years old. And when you put gray no, hair, but... there's only so much, you know, they can age a guy before it's, it's like, almost yeah. distracting. It looks ridiculous. Matt. Right. I don't um... care if they go to Marion for a thousand years, but no fucking deals. No fucking deals. Right. <laughs> we stay with the positives a little bit more. Um, it's all right. So the story doesn't end with no. John going to prison. Doesn't even end with him dying. And there is a death scene. Oh. And, uh... You get to see what really happened the day that John died, because, again, first-hand experience. And um, hmm. it goes into the uh, epilogue, I guess, after John's death. And it Post goes into what happened after to John Jr. after he died. And there's no spoiler alerts. You know, this is all oh, stuff shit. that... It's stuff that's public. Now, if you don't want to hear about the movie anymore, tune out. But this is all stuff that's well-known and documented. But now we're seeing it in a film, and I did like that. But uh, let's let's get to some of let's let's get to what no, I'm most sure no people didn't like about it, and some of the yes. things that let's, most people did like but haven't talked about yet. Let's cut, let's talk turkey. Let's cut to the paper bark. Let's start with the cast. All right, it's only like a ten billion uh, sorry ten million dollar budget, so you had to get actors that they could afford. Typically in these movies, just the way Gotti was in 1996, it was all pre-Soprano actors. Vincent oh Pistori doesn't play Big Angelo Ruggiero. It was some guy who is a very talented character actor that, you know, one of those That's guys in his face, but you don't know who he is. He was good. Oh. Stacy Keach was actually really good, and he plays Neil Delacroach. He actually was really good. Um, yeah, Croach. He Della wasn't Croach. like Anthony Quinn. He wasn't like Anthony Quinn. The guy who plays Carlo Gambino. Carlo Gambino's got like a two-second part. He's a very small character, and he didn't look anything like Don Carlo, but whatever. He did He did it, you said? Didn't, no. Okay. The guy who played uh, 
Frankie the Cheeto. I can't even John. Frankie the guy who plays. Um, nah, well, let's not get into. I'm not gonna. Let me start. Who played? With who played myself. Sammy Gravano? Gravano is played by William DeMeo, an actor I'm not a huge fan of. William DeMeo. It goes down to personal reasons, actually. I don't personally Why? care much for Yeah, who is that? i got to look Um, up. A good friend of mine I did a film with a few years ago. I don't care if I get sued for saying this. I actually am totally happy to air it. I just won't mention any names except his. Oh, this guy played him? This, uh, he keeps uh, an actress. I know she wasn't really an actress, actually. She just did one film. But happened. She was an old friend of mine. I don't talk to her anymore, sadly. Um, I knew you. But always, a, you know, she was a good friend of mine. So she told me a story one day that William DeMeo came to her her apartment. He said, "Hey, I'm in the area. She lived down in Philly, so he's coming from Brooklyn to Philly for whatever personal reason he had. Wants to bake that pit stop. You know, hey, I'm in town. Are you around? Right. So I guess Let's he wanted to hook it. up. Let's do it. So easy. And uh, you guys remember the, a particular Seinfeld episode? He took it out. Yeah. Yeah, which one was that? He took it out. Elaine's it. in the car with the guy. Yeah, yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. Everything's going well, and all of a sudden, his hog is hanging out on his leg. Flat boner, I think. He took so it I out. I guess William DeMeo did that on a couch. He just whipped it out and started whacking off. What? Is that I true? Heard. He took it out. What I don't know. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's true. I'm He's sure. Um, William DeMeo is about to join the YouTube. Accused. <laughs> guilty. And he doesn't look anything like Gravano, you know. He, uh, he, he but honestly, he, he wasn't a major part. So Matt Clark, I'm not, like George I'm not attacking his, his acting or anything. He didn't really have a major part in the movie. Um, yeah. He sucks. It's, it, it, so anyway... Yeah, got, let's, start with, let's start with uh, John and Kelly. I love Kelly Preston. Huge he fan. took it out. Love her. Her accent was terrible. Really? Was so, she she couldn't pull really, off the, uh, the Queen's she, accent? It's tough to pull off the New York accent if you're not from New, oh, New Jersey. Yeah, yes, and I'll tell you something else. John Travolta, born and raised in her Thamboy. He took. He's lost it. He's not. He can't do the Vinnie Barbarino anymore. He was actually. You can tell this guy's been living in Hollywood too long. He's just really. Like, he couldn't whip that back out like an old dick. You know, and he wasn't playing. He was trying to play mob New York. So right. Oh, yeah. You couldn't know, John Gotti had a very John Gotti had a thick, thick, uh, Howard Beach twang about him. Yeah. You could hear old, old. Um, Footage from said, You guys and Giuliani should be in church when he was talking to some paparazzi once. Um, oh, yeah. you know, that's the scene. It, th this actually did happen in real life. In the beginning of the movie, he's like, My son comes to tell me he needs closure. My, my son, he don't know that weight. That weight is for, is, is some, for, 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 for some, no. that's some college weight for some college kids. Oh, like, weight. that's how oh, weight. So, he sounds like Archie Bunker. Uh, it's so like Travolta is doing scenes like um, after his son Frankie dies, going up to the the, the crew outside the Bergen Hunt Fish Club, and he's just like, you know, everybody's going, "What are we gonna do, John? What are we gonna do?" We're gonna do oh I'm gonna yeah, take, I'm gonna take my wife to Florida. You know, if, oh. you don't see Flo Florida. Okay. 
would, know, would you watch it again? Talk, it's Florida. <laughs> would you watch it again, or or would you not watch it again? If Karen I was like, "Hey, God, so. he's on Netflix." You would, I, okay. I, I don't. Think that's so. the carrot. That's the catalyst there. If you wouldn't watch it again, yeah, no. that's better the than any. Authorities are, the, the authorities are always after me now. It, it's just like really bad accent. Mm. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston is is going Boston with her accent. She's just like, Packy oh, cat, no. cat. Come on, he's not a pad of that it's life. Oh. oh, no way. So no. it's just a whole bunch of missed accents. Yeah, and then some guys didn't have any accents at all. It's like, you know what, at oh. that point, you're better off. If you can't do it, if you're not, if you, if you can't play the street guy with the street mouth, just, okay. you know, be, right. do the best with it. With or or the make it ridiculous right. at that point and do a Monty Python thing where it's like, <laughs> what hole there, Matin? Oh, sure, we're going to start whacking crew members of the Genovese family. You know, just do something wild. That yeah. that, that loses the continuity of the film. Here's right. the biggest Here's problem. The Here's what really, this again. suspension of belief. Again. Again. It was the, uh, this was something unorthodox again. that Kevin Conley did. That really, to me, killed it. Some people said that was There's really unique. I think e it from Entourage directed Gotti. Let's. The beginning uh, of the movie boy. opens up with Travolta. He's uh, overlooking the Queensboro Bridge, and he goes, "My name's John Gotti. You know, I. Uh, this is my city, New York. You know, much like Jimmy Breslin when he comes into uh, Summer Sam. You know, I'm I'm Jimmy Breslin. I'm a writer. I write about New York. Here's a story for you." Well, this gets weird because John Gotti, it starts off okay, you got a narrative set up, but it goes into footage of John Gotti in the beginning of the film. So you're looking at the actor, and you go back to the actor. So usually you do it at the end of a movie, which they did do. And it was cool because they were a lot of the pictures that you'd seen of, of Gotti were yeah. uh, pictures that hadn't been released before. You know, they were family yeah, right. pictures because the family had a, a big yeah, stake right. in this movie. They actually helped yeah, right. make it. You know, John helped make it. was his book. He was there 24-7 uh, to be available to John Travolta at any t- given time to help him get the character down right. Yeah. Um, and let's not forget, this movie took a It was shelled for a long time. Yeah, I, never, I thought they weren't going to make it. Pulled. I didn't think so either. And they were, most people would say it was better off not being made. Uh, <laughs> but... It, again, not as horrible as people are saying, but I would say wait for for Netflix. I like the and, idea that yeah. it's through the kids' uh, like perspective. Yeah, I, I, that's you know, that's it, a it is. Take. And, yes, it is. And the actors like who were, were in it weren't bad, but again, they weren't. They Let's get it to Stacy Keach here. He plays Neil De La Croce, and De La before Croce. he dies. This this was kind of a funny scene, which was bad writing, not bad acting, bad writing. Mm. So they're plotting, they're plotting Castellano's hit. We're gonna take down Castellano. Neil De La Croce wants to wait till he knows he's gonna die. He's gotta wait till after he's dead, because it's you're taking out a boss and you can't do that. That's you know. He's the boss. Oh, yeah. The boss. Now, that's not the way things are. So if you're going to do it, you wait till I'm dead because I don't want to see it. But I'm going to support you now, and I'm going to tell you how it's going to go down. You're going to need... He doesn't do the accent at all. Oh, you're gonna really? Need, that's you're kind of need disappointing. The support of all the five families, he says. You're going to need all the five boroughs. That's Brooklyn, Manhattan, oh, Queens, yes. New York, 
and no. the Bronx. Oh, good. I'm glad you cleared them all up, you know, because. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know. We're stupid. Oh, right. Like, it's so obvious that was written for people in an audience to know. Wait a minute. Hold on. What are all the five boroughs? But in reality, if you were telling John Gotti, you need all the five boroughs. You're going to count them out. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the five boroughs. That's yeah. Staten Island. I'm not even going to say the five boroughs. It was incorporated in 1789 from the Treaty of Guadalupe. There's Brooklyn. That was formerly As a I prison colony. The valley, okay, I, all right. my I get it. I get it. But other than that, his acting was actually pretty good. I liked him pretty as the good. character. He even they even made him look a little bit like the real. I'm glad that you color. saw it. I like your take on mob movies because you have, yeah. you know, more. No, I'm not even going to say the five boroughs. It was incorporated in right. 1789 from the Treaty of Guadalupe. There's Brooklyn. That was formerly a prison colony. That was okay. All right, <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. But other than that, his acting was actually pretty good. I liked him pretty as the good. character. He even they even made him look a little bit like the real. I'm glad that you saw it. I like your take on mob movies because you have, yeah. you know, more knowledge than than most when it comes to that subject matter, and uh, especially being from New York, you, they are your you know brethren. the story well. You watched, you and I have watched Gotti countless times, which I just watched the other night. I still love that film, and uh, I'm really curious to take your uh, last miss. Really curious to get your take last on the new one. And uh, well, it's, so I'm glad that it's not like a, 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 an abortion, though, that there's still some good things in there because oh my God. critics have panned it, but audiences like it. It's gotten oh good my reviews from the people that see the movies. What was really funny was speaking but of the who? audiences, my wife and I looked yeah. around and noticed that was only old people. In oh, the really? Because yeah. yeah. old people that want to watch John Travolta. Right. It was, this, oh, yeah. it was also a very small audience. You know, most people were there to see Sicario too, which I wanted to see, which I probably should have seen. Or this, or, you know, but I don't go to, I wasn't interested in the Avengers. I don't, don't I'm not going to pay to see superhero movies, but I'm really pissed off at the cost of movies later. I don't go to the movies. Yeah, so for it's me bullshit. The theater, oh my God. The God theater, it's a pretty big deal. Oh my gosh. Thirteen seventy-five a ticket equated to, you know, a lot of ginger. I oh thought gosh. I was getting a good deal at first because I thought I heard just oh, 750 shit. I said, wow, they're really giving they're really giving tickets away. But I guess nobody's going to the movies anymore. Then I look right. at the receipt, it's twenty seven fifty. I mean bullshit. we gotta do something about that. We do. And here's what you do. This works for Joe Clark. You just walk in and when the kid making minimum wage says, Do you have your ticket? He goes, Oh no, thanks, I'm set and he walks right past him and doesn't pay. <laughs> oh my god. Who's gonna stop you? They don't want to be there. They're not gonna like <laughs> so chase down a man. Exactly. So true, man. They just yeah! are like they don't care. You. They're just like, Oh, I left for my the I left my wallet in the bathroom. Send I just left my cell phone in the bathroom. Bro. I gotta go. Okay. They're not gonna chase you. They don't care. They don't wanna be there. Mm-mm. They don't care if like, the manager's there, Bro. but if it's like yeah. some kid, hey I'm going inside. I remember I saw the thirteen seventy five. I'll I'll just leave it at that. It's definitely save it for a rainy day when you're Save it for a rainy day. Comes. That's a good review. You should just write that but, in the Bisp blogger. I would. There's more I could talk about. Uh, I'd like to hear some some of that pop. One of them was um so I talked about the accents. Kelly Preston's, yeah, the Boston accent was really funny. One of the scenes was... Um, cat, 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 cat. <laughs> yeah. What does Mr. What does your husband do? He provides. Oh, oh. That's going too far. I love Dude, Kelly. Kelly. I really do. I'm a huge fan of hers. Oh, yeah. She's, well, she's I beautiful. love her. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Never stopped yes. talking to me. But, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. In, uh, in the, in the end... Fuck. 
in the end, uh, I'll say that it just could, they could have probably even done better with just ten million dollars. They had a decent budget. It's not great, yeah. but for an independent, they probably could have done a little bit better. But I guess now that it's post Sopranos, you know, a lot of the actors who are still alive in real life, you know, Frank Vincent's dead. Uh, James Gandolfini couldn't see him in that movie. Uh, and it's funny because he probably would have been because he was good friends with John Travolta and they did a lot of movies together. Mm. But most of those guys, they probably yeah. couldn't pay their quota anymore. Wouldn't it have been weird to see James Gandolfini in a mob movie with like another name? It'd be like, well, no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's Tony Soprano great. in the movie Gotti. Because <laughs> yeah, he, right. he never played that character except for that show. Right. Can I turn the other? Yeah, he was yeah. in like the so last castle weird. and yeah, it was good. Movie. Crimson Tide, and he was like authority, like military figures in a lot. Yeah. of them. he did I think four movies with Travolta alone, and you know he didn't play characters like that. What movies was he in with Travolta? Hmm. He was in Get Shorty, which again, hmm. John Travolta plays the the Brooklyn accent pretty well in, and that was '96. Oh, and he was in um, he was in a movie. Called uh, the about the lonely the lonely hearts the 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 lonely heart killers. It was back in like two thousand six, I think. They played detectives chasing the the uh, couple that and people who answer the ads in the newspapers for for dating. Oh right, kept, right, right. Yeah, I never saw that again. Travolta. I'm Jimmy Dean. Dean. The lonely hearts. The two killers that would answer the ads in the papers back in the 50s they were both executed right yeah they were hmm. two detectives on the case familiar and with the story was, uh, yeah oh, right what the hell else did they play together oh they were in that movie the pelham one two uh, the pelham oh, yeah. four five six. Oh yeah that's the yeah yes pelham that's right. two three four five five pelham Wait, pelham, pelham, pelham. pelham is the green line yeah so pelham three two four, one um check make no, Pelham one two three. Is it, why am I having? Yeah, a Pelham one two three. Pelham two, one two three. three. I'm sorry, I said four five six. Pelham. Um, so the Pelham one two three they're in, and uh, mm-hmm. there was one more. But their fathers knew each other growing up. They were, um, they were from really. Oh, that's a small yeah. world. Oh wow. Oh, they're both Jersey. Where did James Gandolfini grow up, Michael? Come on. I believe Edgewater. Edgewater. Is Edgewater by the uh, on the edge? <laughs> edge City uh, from the mask. And uh, I can't remember that last one. But anyway, so go back to Sopranos and, and Gotti. You know, there was no Vincent Pistori, who, the, the garden variety characters, Tony Sirico, not in a movie. Um, just not oh, no. really. Yeah, it just wasn't. They had a lot of people who weren't even Italian. But the kid who plays John Jr., I guess, they had to really juice him up because, you know, John Jr. was a big juicer. So they really built this kid up to try and make him look like him. I have to give him credit for that. Not bad for an Italian-Canadian kid. Uh, and the kid who plays Slick in the Bronx Tale is in. He's got like a two-second part. He plays uh, Angie oh, yeah. Ruggiero's kid. 
And he's done maybe two movies in his career. He's not an actor, but he's he shows up in this one. Oh, and uh, what's his name? So I, you would expect people from Entourage because Kevin Conley did it. But right. there's actually only one actor from the show, and it's uh, is an, actually an Italian actor who played okay. the uh, Walsh, Reese Coiro. I think his name is he's a Calabrese actor. Yeah, he uh, he played Billy Walsh, Royce. the director. Oh, and yeah, yeah. it's funny because with I him Queens Boulevard. he uh yeah he plays a guy named Rudy in the movie and he's not building it like if you look it up on the database he's, he doesn't show up in the movie and I think there's some hmm. kind of hidden reason behind all this hmm. because uh the guy he plays, the guy named Rudy, I'm like, who the hell is Rudy? The only Rudy I knew that had anything to do with Gambinos was Rudy. Giuliani, who brought them down. Um, yeah, who are they talking about? <laughs> it's uh, Rudiger? It said it's one of yeah. those things where names are changed to protect the guilty, because the guilt, some of the guilty are still alive. I think he's supposed oh. to be Johnny A. Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they show a quick scene where he's in the newspaper. And, and I'm like, that's point. what it is. Johnny A. Light. John Elite. They called him Johnny A. Light. John, Johnny A. Light. Not good friends. So I said, I get it. You know, he's taking a stab at him. Uh, and, you know, oh, Johnny A. Light. Like a little subtle jab. So if, if he used his name, he would get sued, I think. Oh, so he has uh, to. But, even, so but it's funny is. because, you know, John, Johnny A. Light's out there still walking the street. Having admitted to killing, he's he's taken out plenty of guys in his time, um, and he does interviews and he talks about all the people that he's whacked, um, and he doesn't have very kind words for the Gotti family. Yeah, you know, and he's I don't maybe he's justified. They're probably both justified in different that's what she said. in their own perspective, I guess. I don't know, but I think that's why Reese Coiro, I don't know his name, Reese, but the guy who plays Billy Walsh. Uh, I think that's oh, why yeah. he didn't want to be filled in the movie. He doesn't oh. want people. Maybe I don't know. But, Billy uh, Walsh. I, that I almost tell. was like a really amazing character. I felt like they they kind of like yeah. stumbled with him. Fuck yeah. 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 suits. Yeah. Suits. <laughs> I hate suits. Remember the shirt he had. I hate suits, right? <laughs> Billy Walsh. And he did a good he job in the movie. He, he was actually he was pretty good in it. Oh, that's but, a good actor. Uh, that's what you like to up. hear. But if you look at it, he's not in the bill. He's uncredited for now on the internet oh my gosh. database. Oh. Johnny A. Like put out a uh, Johnny a statement recently that he said the movie was all bullshit. Those Gotti's. Let me tell you something about John Gotti. He's not I a saw worker. That. We're the real yeah, workers. We did all the real work. I read that. He called him like, yeah. he's like, yeah, they have these good looking guys and like Travolta oh. playing him in real life. He was like, a, a, a gorilla of a man. And, you know, he was really going. Yeah, I read that article that you're talking about. I think it was in the Post. There's and always yeah. going to be someone who says, you know, oh, it's too Hollywood. Well, that's where it's right. made. Right. I think yeah, I read that. I had the post delivered to my spot in Glen Cove. I was there last weekend, just tending oh. to the property. And why are you always there? <laughs> but yeah, really interesting. Um, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I think I will say it. I'm going to do exactly what you said, Michael, and wait for like a rainy day on Netflix when that comes out. But I'll have to watch. Yeah, right. That, There's say. probably a bootleg. I love the story. Screen. Yeah. There's yeah. probably just interested to see. Goombada. Victoria is not a character in the movie. Yeah. Um, oh. 
I, I don't believe I, if I remember correctly, I don't think she is a character in the movie at all. Do they show his and, son when he got hit by a car? Is that like? Yeah, and actually, I have to say that's probably a good acting scene. Um, that's why mom and I switched. When Frankie gets it. hit, yeah, you know, I'm sure it hit close to home for the Travoltas. But there's a you know oh, yeah. some intense scenes between Kelly and John when you know they're um, mourning the death of Frankie. And uh, yeah, I have to say that was pretty good acting. That was pretty good acting. Acting going on. Am I insane or are they aren't they married? They are yes. Right. Even after he fingered his masseuse's butt. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's tough to look past that even yeah. when he's... Uh, Scientology. Even yeah. No matter what he's doing. It is kind of sad, though, because Travolta went on his own personal uh, publicity tour with this. He went to different cities. He he really thought this was going to be like an Oscar-nominated performance. Like he thought Ray. this was going to like put him back on the map. Oh, my gosh. Like... like no. Like Mickey Rourke and then Travolta's definitely not. Rourke, this is not getting a nod. He thought it was going to be like getting. the wrestler or something like that, like this independent Ray. film that did. Or but Ray. Okay, Kevin Conley directing it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Do you think this Bohemian Rhapsody is going to be good? Yeah, I, I, I'd hope so. Because the, the, the guy that got playing Freddy looks a hell of a lot like him. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's I, I, you know, Travolta doesn't look anything like. John Gotti, but this guy yeah. certainly looks like Freddie, so that's got to be a good start. Right? I think it'll be good, and Queen's such an underrated band, I think. I mean, they have so many great songs, and I don't think they get enough love. The story behind Freddie Mercury is really interesting, you know, with the, the AIDS thing and being a recluse and the wild, like, rock star life. Uh, they should talk about that more. However, the show I was on last night, the promotional tour of the podcast, all of my buddy's show, he saw the film. Uh, oh shit! Fr- his uh, his his husband Toasty works at CBS and saw a screener and said that uh, it's not a good movie because they don't talk about his like sex life and I'm like eh, nobody needs to really see yeah. that but they don't talk they don't get into the movie's produced by Brian May the guitarist for Queen and apparently he dies like halfway through the movie Freddie Mercury and there's like another half like without him and it, it's he said it was what not a good hell? movie. Weird. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, when they leave out those really pertinent parts, which typically involve yes. uh, discrediting somebody, and with you know, specifically with sex crimes or or cheating or things, and and the story is written from right. a, a personal perspective. Like, for, well, I'll go back to Gotti. Doesn't get into any of his womanizing. It does get into oh, yeah. John Gotti right. and Victoria Gotti did not get along. I mean, he really didn't care much for her. So what he oh, do? Really? He cheated on her. He had an affair, which was yeah, a big right. no-go. He had an affair with a maid guy's wife. The maid guy happened to be Neil Della Croce's son. So he had a, an, a, oh. a long affair yeah, right. going on with uh, with Neil Della Croce's daughter-in-law. And, uh, you know, that doesn't get talked about, obviously, in the movie. I didn't but, even know it. Thou it doesn't sound like it's something important, but it actually is because in the life you don't do that. It's another made guy and his wife. Uh, they don't talk about that at all. They don't talk about things like uh, they do talk about his gambling problem. You know, John Gotti was a big gambler. They, he was. He wasn't really hear that. Yeah, he would if he saw two cockroaches running across the floor, he'd bet on which one. When made you it to make the other that side. much money, you bet on anything. Man, you just got to give the ball to Koba. But, uh... I'm to check it out. Yeah, the... The, the other thing wasn't... I forgot what the hell I was going to say. 
It was uh You bet on cockroaches. Big game. Yeah, Pick one of my guys, Galeon. Oh, Gal yeah, that was another thing. So they, that's a scene that's totally different than what you would see in the HBO scene. So Really? They don't show the whack in a Galeon. However, they do show when he goes off to Lewisburg and my wife and I were like, you know, where we once had a home. Oh wow. Yeah, Lewisburg. Oh. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, they they show the scene after when they when they take out McBratney in the bar, but the scene's totally different. In this particular scene, Galeone doesn't doesn't whack McBratney. Gotti does the job himself, and of course, Johnny Yalight was accusing this movie of being false because he was saying John Gotti didn't do any of the dirty work; he was just there. And of course, Ralph Galeone was the guy who actually shot him. Right, he was the button pusher who fucked up the hit. Um, Oops. And it's the way it works in the in this movie. I won't give it away on, on how the scene looks, but it's totally different. And Is there was good? nobody else in the bar, right? No, I don't think I don't think it's it went down. Like that. All right, I, I, I'm gonna see it though. I gotta check it out just so I can add I know, it to it. My curiosity just so I can say I saw is, it and sticking me. You want to see it, John? See it. Yeah, I'm interested. I want to see Travolta's <laughs> performance. You guys going to see Jurassic World? You're never going to see anybody like me ever again in your lives if you live to be 5,000. That's right. You know. That's right. That's right. I'm not going to see it this weekend. I want to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm not, not going to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm dead for that one. Yeah. Uh, it should... I have the in-laws in this weekend. Oh, regular entertainer. Better need some no. Xanax and weed. What are they doing? Just visiting you? And my sister-in-law's birthday. So they're coming down, and of course they have to stay here to celebrate my sister-in-law's birthday. You're an entertaining man. No. You're entertaining. No. I'm going to say, oh, no. so my friend bought us tickets to Jurassic World. Uh, Saturday <laughs> night around seven o'clock. John, it doesn't come out till next weekend. Uh, I'm Shut giving up. a kidney up tonight. I'm doing that. Donating I remember plasma. I used. Remember I was with a girl once in like my twenties, mm. and I had to get I had to get out of like going somewhere with a family, and I didn't know what to say, and it was on the spot. And I'm pretty good at the manip manipulation lies, yeah. but I kind Joe of Clark. froze, and I was like, I can't. It's my dog's wedding this weekend. And they're like, I meant to say like my, my cousins, but then I thought like my dog was sick and it came out. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we're weird. We're a weird family. Like my dog's getting married. And I'm like, nah, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll go. I'll do it. Fuck. It's my cousin. Yeah, like what else could you say that like you'd be like, what? What? It's my, uh, I, have to, I have to take my cousin to get groomed. What? Yeah, I'm, my sister has worms. You have to get rid of her. You want to take a quick break now? Come neutered. back in a few minutes. Sure. Break. Slash. All right. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. We shall maybe one of our best history hours ever. Best over, shows ever. Over two hours again. We always crush the two-hour mark, Bobby. It's amazing, and I feel like we always just scratch the surface. We're just getting started. Is, is that because I'm a bit long-winded, Jonathan? Clark was rolodexing you with. With questions, it was like left hook, right hook, upper Sorry. down, in in out, Ooh. and you 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 ran with them. We haven't done a history hour in so long that you were it was like it was like seeing your girlfriend that was in prison for six months and she just gets at. I mean, it's like seeing a oh friend gosh. that you need to 
ask questions to. Yeah, right. And I feel like we had so much ground to cover. Yeah, right. We just got started, so I, I'm sorry if I kept it's rambling. Fresh heroin the needle when you haven't done any in a month. You know what happened was I was that girlfriend. I so. put my ass up in the air, and that was yeah. it. Stop. Turn this off. No. You did that last time, too. I may move this to the very front of the show. You did that in the last episode, too. I said, uh, oh, well, what should we do? What's the game plan? Well, John wants to know this. this mm-hmm. We're actually <laughs> behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. I remembered what I was going to say about the Gotti movie. Fanity. Hey, fuck you. Benny the book. How are you, buddy? Huh? Benny, you won't be over here using my belt for, like, illegal means. What's you? Bookmakers and illegal activity, you know? You also would not know that uh, Richie owns this place and that he sells narcotics here because he's a fucking puke and he likes to pervert kids and stuff, huh? Drugs. Nobody uses drugs around here. Yeah. You don't know nothing, do you? Me and Kipo that, huh? Everybody! Don't you be those freaks. What's that? One of these days, huh? That too. Believe me, this guy's nothing without that bitch and go. You can't come back here. Get the fuck out of here. Is that yours? You'd have that badge and that gun. These guys would take your head off. Get the fuck out of here. You know, Steven Seagal, his uh, his accent's great. Hey, Mickey, right, now I'll start recording. Hey, how dare you? Last one. <laughs> Speaking of movie quotes, though, and Gotti, I remembered what I was going to say. I was able to quote about 60% of that movie. I don't know if that's the correct number. I was able to quote a big chunk of that movie that I had never seen before, nor had I read the book. I was actually able to quote words before they said them. Oh, no way, because you knew what they were talking about, what was Because a majority of it was already said. Oh, shit. On a 60 Minutes interview that oh was gosh. done, I, I think, in, like, 2011. And it was, again, all... It was the same thing, like, Witness from the Mob, which was a terrible movie made for TV. Tom Sizemore plays Gotti. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. It was Sizemore. made, like, 98. Good that was taken Sizemore. from the Gravano interview with Diane Sawyer. Oh, well, this was not something. Charles Carnese is, is John Jr.'s lawyer. The guy actually plays himself in the movie. Oh, what? really? Lawyers. Yeah, it's like Michael Cohen playing himself, himself in, like, in a Trump biopic. Yeah. That's funny. Right. Oh, my gosh. So oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, I was able oh to, to quote it. Like, there were scenes in the movie. I said, oh, oh here we go. Here's He's going to say, never take a backward step. Did you win the fight? Good. Never take a backward step. step. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what I forgot to say. I got to... Uh... I need a refresher on that. I I don't know. I could I, the movies that we talk about and stuff. There's I always think about like little things that we forget, and they come back to me, and I'll see I it on know. TV or something. You know what I mean? Like I just want to. I'm trying to remember all the stuff that I think outside of the show that I'm like, oh yeah, remember this part and that, and why, why did why do you do this? And you know, just kind of. You're doing dwells. like a million things at once. It's like, all right, we we've done this, we've done this topic enough. Let's move on. What I wanted to say didn't even make it, but it doesn't matter. It's this topic yeah. is wrung out. Yeah. Nobody gives what a topic? topic? About what? No, just X topic. Any topic. Any topic. Oh, yeah. X right. topic, yeah. I could listen to Steven Seagal all day long. He's phenomenal. 
Tom I Sizemore was in Witness to the Witness to the Mob. Forgot all about that. So Tom Sizemore. What was the most bizarre? What What were you even talking about? Sports most bizarre thing. And now, sports of John, 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 John. Sports of 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 John. Preach. Yes. So I put together a little quick list I wanted to dick out here. Things that have happened that are just incredible, incredibly bizarre in sports history. You don't even have to be a sports fan to appreciate the list. Right. It's just really like like crazy ironic or like coincidentally like impossible yeah both i'm gonna pull this up right now let me just link this up oh i thought you were gonna ask us to come up with the three of us to come up with 20 between all of us oh no we can do that too that's another uh another wild thing Hmm. i can think of the time the guy parachuted i don't remember what field oh yeah that's right Remember it the was, guy uh, that did it, was a it in a, during a Mike Tyson fight? Parachuted into the ring. Oh, was that in it? Was it a Tyson fight? Yeah, but someone has oh, done it. That's, yeah. what it that's what it was. That was weird. I think it was Tyson. I thought Holyfield. it was on a, on a field. I think you're right. It was Tyson McCombs. I can't remember what fight. The, we, you alluded to Roseanne earlier, which I have on the list, was Roseanne's We've spoke about this before briefly. Roseanne's oh, yeah. rendition of the national anthem, I think it was the '91 All Star game, where she kind of screamed it and got like booed and president like the armpit on it. fart sound yeah, like she grabbed her vagine as in yeah yeah. She, and she spr- yeah. I mean, today that might be like that might fly like oh she's protesting whatever, but right. like in 1991 what? you can't do that, dude. If you right. did that today, she'd be like thrown in jail. I mean, Kaepernick kneels in the world's at <laughs> civil war. If she sung the national anthem that disrespectfully, yeah. oh my God! Yeah. And this is the patriotic uh, Roseanne Barr. Was she Arnold or Barr at the time? I think she was Barr still. I think yeah, she was still she was a Barr. Yeah. You know, this was something. I don't know if still bizarre is the word, but definitely unprecedented and outrageous. But in 1932 when Babe Ruth intentionally took a, a, a strike and then another strike, he started counting at one, two. Oh, yeah. And then he pointed to where he was going to hit the ball and actually hit the home run. Yeah, that's I amazing. mean, I don't know if that's not really bizarre, but definitely, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, that's amazing. That, 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 I mean, it's magical. Shocking moments, we can kind of call this. It's pretty amazing um, to think about that. But yeah, Babe Ruth doing that. I remember... Uh, Remember seeing that live? I yes. was there. There's never Upset been anyone Oops. to dominate a sport since him. Uh, no, no, uh, he's the best. I mean, Hank Aaron's going to be forgotten now because his record's been broken. Next generation, they're not going to know that name, but they should still know Babe Ruth. Yeah, he's always know Babe Ruth. I know. As long as they're eating Hank Baby Aaron Ruth. Isn't, he's not as big as like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and Ty Cobb. Joe Williams, but I Ted think Williams, Barry, Barry Bonds Bond will be forgotten in time. Yeah, I like when you look at Barry Bonds pre-steroids and like Lenny Dykstra pre-steroids, and they're like these little skinny guys, and then they're like yeah. tanks, 
a year right. later and you're like, oh, yeah, someone's been hitting the gym 18 hours a day. And it's funny because it's like they were on different teams. Like Lenny Dykstra Mets, it looks like he's in like a Little League uniform. Oh, yeah. Then like 93 Phillies, his shirt is like ripped on the sleeves because yeah. his biceps are so huge. Bonds was on the Pirates. He was like thin and had an earring. Right. And then on the Giants, he's like twice the man with a gigantic head. <laughs> Huge. Right. A bionic arm. Right. He was wild. No, top in this list did, of the craziest. Go ahead. I was going to say, did Dennis Rodman do anything particularly bizarre besides being bizarre? Did he have it? I can't remember. Oh, my God. Uh, as far yeah. as a sport. Not like wearing the wedding dress or anything. But was, at a game, did he do anything particularly weird? He he went, wrestled someone for a rebound, fell into the crowd, actually mm. fell into a cameraman. And, like, the guy's camera oh, yeah. like went up his back, and he turned yeah. around and just kicks the shit out of this guy's, like, hamstring, like his, like, thigh, like a Nasty dead leg, like you know that would hurt for a long time. Rodman right. in the inner thigh. Oh. Oh. But he would get thrown him. out all the time. He would get ejected a lot. Uh, Kevin Ware's leg shatters on national TV is on this list. March Madness, Louisville. I don't know if you remember that. Um, oh my God! It's surgery, but it's shattered. And that is truly painful to see. was sticking through the skin. It was on national television, the whole world. Why? Remember, I was at a party and we were all like, oh. What game was that? It was a, what was it, John? It was a March Madness game. It was was a college game. It was like Louisville versus Kentucky. It was like a, before the game started, it was like, holy shit, crazy ride. Wild. Uh, Latrell Sprewell. Chokes his uh, coach. Oh, yes, 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 yes. When he was on the Knicks, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there are. Ch- imagine choking your coach today. Ben Gundy. Yes. Again. Choking your coach. I mean, we all wanted to do it at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> today, yeah, you'd get thrown in jail. Yeah, it couldn't happen. You're guilty. Um. Well, uh, World Cup 1994, Andre Escobar, who was a beloved figure in Colombia, uh, he was captain of the squad. He became the first Colombian to play in Italy and anchored the defense of a team that went into the tournament as one of the favorites to win the entire thing. After a tough opening loss to Romania, though, Colombia needed to beat the USA to remain in contention to advance in the cup. Escobar tried to block a cross and inadvertently sent sent it into his own net. So he scored a goal for this other team. When he returned home to Medellin, he was shot and killed outside by drug lords who lost a lot of money gambling, betting on the game. Not only did he, like, fuck it up and make his team lose and score another thing, but he was killed for it. I think that story is, like, the one story that makes us all say, yo, in South South America, if you lose in soccer, you die. (laughs) Mike Tyson is on this list twice. That's so true. The other the one bite. we're supposed to say was the Obviously, bite in the ear. But also when he lost to Buster Douglas, his first loss professionally. Did not eighth, see that coming. Round. Buster Standing Douglas nine, took him down. Find his I mouthpiece. think he won. I think it was rigged. I agree. I think he 
Take, oh, you think I he's think a little snake eyes? Did he knock him down way earlier in the in Buster? Got he, him yeah, up nine count. Yeah. Got a nine count. But dragged out eight. He said like eight. Yes. Exactly. Eight. Ooh. Nine. I just pocketed a lot of cash. The tub Yo, was I think up. we all remember. We all remember this was when a crazed fan stabbed Monica Sellis during a Stab match. Stabbed her in the back. Yeah, June so 1994. If I remember. Very. Oh, and then of course uh, Nancy Kerrigan getting whacked. Yes, I just watched that movie the other night too. I Tanya, it was great. Really, really I haven't good. seen it. How great yeah. is Allison Janney as Tanya Harding's mom? Very good, very good. She was in Juno, right? She was the mom, stepmom in Juno. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Great flick. I thought it was really good. It's like funny and but still like yeah, it's right, very... right. It was serious but like kind of silly. Um, how about this, Jose Canseco? running towards the warning track to field a fly ball. He he jumps. The ball bounces off his head and over the wall for a home run. Oh, yeah. That's right. The weirdest great thing one. ever. That is a weird one. How did you uh, – oh, I hit a home run today. Oh, over what wall? Right field wall. Over – off Canseco's head. Canseco. As I saw him play jumping. in Baltimore when I was a kid against the Orioles. It was really cool, Dad. He was good. It was before the Bash before Brothers. He got old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Steve McNair, murdered by his mistress, is also on the list. Yeah. Steve McNair was in uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. He's one of the one of the greats in that game. Yeah, uh, great, great he got a root canal. He refused painkillers, including Novocaine. He was like a tough dude. He he played through injury a lot when he should have been benched, or when they tried to bench him, he played through injury. Um, he, uh, he was retired and, uh, a 20 year old woman waitress, I guess he was involved in, didn't like that. He, uh, may have a mistress for his mistress. He had like two of them. The mistress got jealous, uh, and and shot him, shot him to death while he was sleeping and then killing herself. Uh, It's a hilarious list. Everybody. Pure comedy. Like when really Randy fun. Johnson threw the ball, and at the same time a seagull flew by, and the ball exploded the bird in midair. Right. That right. Remember that? Literally Remember happened. that clip? Yeah, I, think, I saw it. I've seen that clip. I think the odds of that happening are greater than the odds of anything else happening ever. <laughs> no, oh, it's 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 amazing. It's like Fabio having the bird, yes. you know, flying to his head. Right. It's just, it's amazing. And oddly. It's incredible. If you kind of dress them alike, Fabio and Randy Johnson at one time could look like twins. Yeah, right. That's tall, long hair. Johnson, yeah. If they if they weren't famous, they might be considered trash. <laughs> no, it really just depends. The kid rock. Uh, pulling the him. goalie with 13 minutes left in a game in 2014, Colorado Avalanche head coach oh Patrick Roy pulled his man with 13 minutes remaining in the game. Patrick it sounds Roy. crazy. Why would such a situation call for that? Uh, the Avalanche was trailing five to one, and they had a uh, they were they were losing five to one, and they pulled him temporarily. Um, they still went to lose the game, but they but they scored another goal, and uh, they lost six. So they actually scored less points with the goalie pulled. He was so pissed off at this goalie. That he just pulled him from the game and put no goalie there, and they only they scored less points with him gone. Talk Whoa. about a slap in the face! You're doing a fucking bad job I'm taking you out. Who are you putting in? Nobody. Oh, we're doing better without you. So that that was that's kind of crazy. So hard to believe because you 
pronounced it's the, real john it's the patrick Waugh. he was like the goalie Roy. he was like the goalie of the all-star game for like 20 years in a row he was unbelievable he was like the best goalie in the nhl for a while him and motan brodol oh you know your you know history very good devils very good uh, I'll just read a few more here, and then we'll hey, do a quick news, news news periodical. I think we lost Biscardi. It's now Nerd35, everybody. Um, Greetings. The internet is, it is a little choppy. Uh, John Hassinger and Matt Clark score for 10 combined touchdowns during the 1993 St. Jude Romans game versus Sacred Heart. I was going to say Crazy Heart. Imagine we had a team like that. Yeah, we're, play, we're playing uh, oh, with his name. What's the act? Chief Joseph. Chief Joseph. Um, Okay, this is not so much a no Chief. This is not a sports incident, but involves Dennis Rodman, him, his relationship with North Korea, the fact that the most outspoken player of the '90s, Dennis Rodman, maybe the best forward of all time, the Worm, has a relationship with a third world dictator that is just horrific human rights record, and he's like he's friends with them. Which makes sense if you know Kim's history of like loving basketball and movies and things like that. That's like a legend to him. You know what I mean? Right. It's like but myth. it's a little weird. What He's I don't get is how did he... Yeah. Sorry. Connection problems. Yeah, it's uh, chopping up mine too. How did he? Not mine. Kim Jong Un. He went to summer camp and played ball. Is that it? Yeah. Like he went to California. Okay. Yeah. He was Does he state. not speak English because he needed a translator for everything at the meeting? Right. No, why would he need to speak English? He has translators. Uh, he's a, you know, he's a spoiled these, yeah. puke. He's not going to yeah, learn. That's... He doesn't have to learn anything. He doesn't have to yeah, educate himself on anything. <laughs> right. Shitting bombs at Hawaii. Yeah, right. What a tool. <laughs> Next on the list, I'm I'm glad it it happened. You know, I thought progress was made. It's better than you know him still shooting those things. So if we gotta put our arm around a guy who's who's ordered the execution of some 200 people, including his own half brother. So yeah, right, his own family. Keep your enemies close. Enemies close. Pete Rose banned for life from baseball for his gambling, which. At the time, might have been justified, but you gotta let that guy in the Hall of Fame at and this point. And now, sports gambling is legal, right? Yep. Let's we can we can close that chapter. I think the issue with Pete Rose is also not taxes. Taxes. He didn't he duck, didn't he duck his taxes that year too? Yeah, that's yeah, why he went did, to prison. He, he did some crazy Five shit. Months. But I think the issue with the commissioner of baseball and all that is not so much they don't believe he deserves to be in there. It's because he did have like an attitude for a while, like, well, I'm not apologizing. I'm not admitting this. I'm not yeah, doing that. Right. If he, he came if no. he came forward and was like, I did this, I'm sorry, which he did eventually. Right. But I feel like he had a he was very much in denial for a lot of years. Yeah. And they were like, You're an asshole, we're not giving you this. You know, he was I still personally like, don't like him because of his attitude that he gave me once. So yeah. what happened? Oh, he that's right. Oh my God! His, his, I don't know if he still has it, but he had the Ballpark Cafe in Boca Raton. And this was I've like I don't know, seen nine, it. Uh, this was maybe back in nineteen ninety-six. Right. I forgot about that. The Ballpark Cafe. Yeah, I don't even think I have his autograph anymore. Quite frankly, it's not going to be worth anything. It's worth nothing. His autograph because no. he throws no. it all over the place. Like all over the place. I bought one for my my dad last year for Father's Day. I got him a Pete Rose autograph, an yeah. authentic one. It, it didn't cost a lot of money at all. 
I mean, it's a cool gift, but it's... Well, what pissed me off was, and I'm sure I've said this on the air before, so I asked him for an audience, because I'm a kid. Rarely will you see me asking anybody. Yeah, he should have been nice. Now. Yeah. Um, Meaning? But the first thing he said was, where's your plaque? Because he wanted to make sure I wasn't bringing an outside card. So you had to, if you got a card at the souvenir shop or you won it for these stupid skee-ball games or whatever the hell it was. um, Back a jack. You you had to get the card with the plaque, and then he, like I said, he'd sign them yeah. all day he long. A, he has a gas bill payment to make. Yeah, he wanted to make sure I didn't bring it out. So I'm like, you hey, know, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't need that. You're not. Yeah, let's be honest here. You're not Barry Bonds. The Intimidator, Dale Earnhardt, uh, being killed in a crash in the 2001 yeah. Daytona 500. Uh, Even people that aren't NASCAR fans, which I'm yeah. not, like Dale Earnhardt. He he was. Uh, people really. Uh, Really appreciated him. Oh, I love Dale Earnhardt. He is the god. I mean, he's like Jordan to what basketball, you know, like he's bigger than that to NASCAR fans. Like he's god. Number three. They just love him. They embraced his son who kind of like underachieved and they just love him anyway. Right. I talked to a guy at a bar once in in Jacksonville and uh, this Mm -hmm. guy had was neighbors in Key West with Dale Earnhardt, I guess we had a place, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And apparently he gets really choked up, has a really difficult time talking about his dad. Not like he'll say, shut up, I don't want to talk about it. Like he, he wants oh, to talk, but he just can't damn. do it. He so, just can't do it. Oh, yeah, man, that's, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I mean, you can't blame him. That's what yeah. I heard. I don't we, know, mentioned, I we mentioned... We uh, mentioned... Nancy Kerrigan, so we can skip that. But the other one, you only have a few more on this list, but Aaron Hernandez, uh, tight end oh, right, for yeah. the Patriots, arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Gang and, member. I mean, this is a guy that I think he might have killed himself in prison so yeah. his wife could still get the NFL pension because yeah. was, it was, it was an, an appeal process, so technically he was still eligible, right. or the family was. But this guy, they, what is it, the CTE, Smart they said he – they. Haven't seen a worse case of brain damage of a football player right. in any way. Yeah. He, he was a what, twenty-eight-year-old guy, yeah. and it was like a it was like a fifty-five-year-old guy, right? Yeah, he was still younger. Yeah, it was like a fifty-five-year-old guy that was playing thug. for thirty. Years. He was a gang banger, and he probably got his thug. head beaten. You know, he probably got in so many fights growing up because mm-hmm. where he lived, it looked yeah. like he was you know playing football for twenty years. Right. Bridgeport, Connecticut, slum town. Yeah. Is it a slum town? Yeah. And he went to, um, I believe, Florida, and then he got drafted by the Patriots, and everybody right. was like, oh, shit, now he's going to go back up to New England where all his gang That's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. All his gang connections were right. They didn't want him going back. And, you know, by the know. way. There's got to be a documentary on that. There has to be. There was, sad but it, too. it was uh, on ESPN. I don't know if it was a 30-30. <laughs> But there was one on ESPN last year. Oh, okay. Sometime. 30 for 30. Yeah. Some of them are really good. <clears throat> and that's one of the things they talked about. The coaches were really pissed off that he got drafted to the Patriots for that reason. Oh, no Interesting. way. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Kobe Bryant accused of sexual assault in Colorado. Lost a lot of endorsements off that one. And then By the way, you back. mentioned Connecticut. When I was looking around at these abandoned places earlier because my life's full of problems, and that's what I do. There's an abandoned amusement park in Connecticut called Holy Land, USA. It was a Bible theme park. That's 
It closed in the 80s. Scott, are you familiar with this? Was this a big never deal? A truly okay. blasphemous. Truly blasphemous. Um, Mike Tyson. I got four more here. Mike Tyson bites off Evander Holyfield's ear. He was really yeah. pissed off, man. He got uh, Holyfield headbutt him. And now they're friends. Early in the match, and he had a huge gash oh. on his eye. And like a kiss, like He was like, my punches can't, can't knock this guy down anymore. That's what he said. He goes, I got keys to raise. That was his defense. I got keys to raise. I look like a creature. <laughs> I broke the, my back. I broke my back. My back is broken. Uh, the top, the next, Spinal. I'll just go to the top three. Top three most sport, uh, shocking incidents, in my opinion, in sports. Number three. I love this list, by the, the way. Penn, the Penn State scandal. <gasps> oh, yeah. Good very, one. Very, very salacious. That hit me harder than like anything Ooh, I've gone that. through uh, in my life because you know Twist. that my whole family yeah. goes. And my grandfather graduated there. You know, like my Penn State oh, is wow. like in my DNA. Yeah, and the showers were happened, a little weird was... for a while. Like you don't you, that there was like a towel snapping that you don't know you weren't even on the football team, but he was still there. Like it was weird. I was, I was like, don't you need both hands to? Drive a car. You can take yours off my one of them off my. Yeah, my can you thigh. can you? Don't do the stick shift mood. Um, it, the second one is Magic Johnson announces he has HIV, which at the time was a wow, huge that shock. Was, uh, I'll yeah. never forget the Nickelodeon the special that they had on that. Oh, the did, did they? Johnson. Yeah, I can't remember this woman. I, I don't remember her name, but she did the special on it, and they had all these kids that were explaining HIV. She pulls out a condom and says, what? this is called a condom. It goes oh my gosh. over the man's oh my penis gosh. like this. From the man's penis is in the woman's vagina. So <laughs> what? So I get AIDS from a condom. They should have did a double dare. Right. Mark Summer should have been like, okay, everybody, we got this going on. The condom. We're taking out a condom. You put it on your heart of red cock and you're shoving it in there. That's how you not get AIDS or get somebody <laughs> pregnant. If it breaks, you can just deny it. Or if you have a paternity <laughs> test, you can just hide. Wow. Looking back on it, like that would be an interesting show. Like watching the adults try to handle that news, like relaying yeah. that information, like right. Slowly. How Ridiculous. How do we came talk off about the Lakers. Uh, you don't get uh, retired from the NBA, but still played that summer back. in the Summer Olympics. What are we doing? And then he came back to the NBA. We had the number one back. most shocking moment in sports history, uh, on or off the field, is of course a topic we've covered extensively. OJ Simpson. Oh, the juice, the juice, the juice, the juice is so okay. We've kind of spread from like weird things that happen like in games to like weird things that have happened to like sports figures. What about Tiger Woods? Mm. Remember waking up that morning and it was like Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods' wife smashed his car with golf clubs. Like that can't be real. Remember? Yeah. What's going on? Right. And they were like, no, yeah. that's really juice, what happened. He was really trying to escape. Juice anymore. She got to get your dress juice. Crazy. Juice crazy Florida blood. And I'll never forget the the voicemail that they aired. They actually aired his voicemail to one of his goomars to the public. Try not. Hey, it's it's me. It's say, you know, from now on, it might be best if you didn't call this number. Call my burner phone. Yeah, uh, like, my wife no I think, is fact. catching on to what's going on. Right. I think he was she's almost yeah, right. I need to talk to you. 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 I need to talk to you.
you do me a huge favor. Um, Listen right here. Can you please uh, take your name off your phone? My wife went through my phone and oh. uh, maybe calling you. So if you can, please take your name off that. And um, what do you call it? Just have it as a number on the voice now. Just have it as your telephone number. Okay, you gotta do this Mystic, for me. Like, you know, like he was so right. like emotionless. Mm-hmm. Just like here's the information. Um, you know, I'm you're try probably going to see your name on the internet, so just probably stay off the internet for the rest of your <laughs> yeah, life. Stay off the internet, so stay off the, the webs, the right. interwebs. Right. Well, that was the list. I wanted to... Um, Speaking of golf. Bring that up. Mm. Phil Mickelson oh, yeah. did something that I never th- have seen other than uh, in a putt-putt course where he was on the green putting. He hit it. It rolls, it rolls, it rolls, it rolls too far. He runs after it, and as it's still rolling, he hits it again towards the hole. Yeah, and his explanation for that was like, I was, I was just trying to keep it moving. Like saving he was saving time. Saving mm. time. Now, it's weird because the, the golf community, which I am not a part of, I sit from afar and make fun of, like the, He's the, no Greg the guys with the Muppets. Um there's the purists who were like, oh, it's so disrespectful and bad. <laughs> right. But yeah, they were jumping people, up and down. But then there's this like other type of golf purist that's like, yo, the course was in such shit shape by the time yeah. they, that like all the golfers, all the golfers were like, yo, like who cares? I'm just saving time because I'm going to lose another stroke anyway. Right. They were just like, let's just it's get on the ground keepers at that point. Mm-hmm. Was the course in bad shape? Not Apparently, patching up the divots. Apparently it was like Thursday. Yeah, it was it's... really uh, like windy. Like you would hit it and then it would keep rolling. And oh. then... which you would you would expect more out of a professional course that you know never mind how much money it makes at a tournament, but how much money people play people pay me, to play at those courses you would expect better. Oh yeah, I mean, it should be like manicured perfection. Right, they get these companies to do these golf outings. They make well into the six figures just for uh, a day's round of golf or a sponsored company. Yeah, there's Um, that. You know, Pinehurst, Bethpage, all these courses, they charge a lot of money. And uh, you would have just, you would expect more. So what they did was the insane thing. You would. On the last day... They moved all the holes on the greens to right in the center of the green. And this guy shot the greatest uh, score ever at this course because the hole was right there. Right there. He should have been playing (laughs) Nintendo's golf and practicing a little bit more. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it was kind of – I don't care enough about golf to be like, oh, Mickelson would – how can no. he disrespect the sport? I'm like, whatever. Just it's I a, like it. it's, yeah, yeah. But it's, funny. but people were going nuts though. You're right. The purists were like, yeah, this is total like, you know, disrespect of the game. It's an abomination. I'm like, no, rape is an abomination. It's, it's okay. An abomination was me having to threaten this guy that I was going to break his hip and he was never oh, going to yeah. play again oh, if he talk, continued talking to me the way that he was. Remember that because it's supposed yeah. to be a gentleman's course. Um. I'll break your head. Yeah, and I haven't played since then. 
you know, I didn't bring my clubs to Europe last year. I haven't played yet this year because mm. the weather's been crummy and I've been too busy the past few weekends when it's finally mm. been warm. Mm. But it's also been too hot. I just don't want to schlep around a golf course yeah. in 90-degree no, no, weather. No, fuck that. But when you played golf, though, you should have done the Sopranos thing where you like him and him and Furio like age up and he falls yeah. into the water and you're like, people Stupid get hurt. Fucking game. Stupid the fucking game. I don't blame you. I mean, it yeah. is a stupid game. It's a stupid game when you think about it. It is oh a dumb game. Oh my gosh, it's so stupid I... and so genius at the same time because right, of the right. fact that for some reason guys can go do it for four hours like it matters. Yeah, and, and they can do it for like 40 years. Money. It's yeah. got the perks along with it. It's, you know, you can, it's really socially acceptable to drink. Yeah. yeah, have a beer at at, at eight or nine in the morning. Um, yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't like me smoking around the house, so I can get out to the golf course, have a cigar. Uh, I can get out with the guys. I can get, get a, a couple. Thrill. Of, there yeah, is a thrill. It's the most thrilling and frustrating game because there's nothing worse than getting a, a lousy shot. You can laugh it off once, twice, maybe thrice. Ooh, if you're just consistently thrice. hitting shit. That's you so want to true. just break your clubs. Like, my father, when I used to play with him, he said, Mike, this is not an easy game. you got to take it easy. I'm like, fuck this. This is stupid. It's frustrating. You get stressful. You want to throw your clubs yeah, in the water. it That's is. What I do. It's like, I just, I want, I think I'm doing this. I'm concentrating. I'm trying to hit, I watch the guys play, and I'm trying to emulate their swing, and it sucks. But when you do hit that one great stroke, which usually only comes once or twice, if you suck like me, you just get that one lucky shot. Yeah. Um, That's what it is. It's a great feeling. Right. It, it, my very first game, I was 11 years old, and the 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 shot I remember that really got me psyched for the game was it was a water hazard, and I was playing from the whites. I wasn't playing from the you know handicap of the kitty lady reds. I was playing from the whites, and uh, I was playing with kitty clubs too. This these weren't like professional Callaways. I was playing with like some used cheap clubs and i nailed this sucker not just far but straight landed it went over the water hazard landed right on the green did dog left left or right and my father and his best friend are looking like oh my god we got a prodigy and i thought oh there you go but you know that was just it was just one time (laughs) i never got a liger woods That's a funny spoof. No, but but what's interesting about golf, though, that's true, is you could be really good at it and like in your 60s or 70s and still play. It's not like uh, right, I wish right, I could right. still play basketball. These knees, you could right. still like pl- you get better at time. You could still play. Well, but it, it is an expensive game, and you know, as I started to get older, exactly. my father couldn't afford to pay for me any. I mean, he could, but he didn't want. He's like, you know, I, I can't keep paying for you. When I was you know, 11 years old, he wasn't going to expect me to pay for golf, but. Um, for right. me to play with them regularly, it's expensive. Right. That's and why I so never I commit s- to it. Started, right. So I started going less because, you know, you're going, when you're, you're 18 back. or 17 years old, I'm not going to pay 40 50 sometimes $60 because that's a lot of money when you're a kid. I was like, forget that. Plus, you, you had to get a car rental, like another 20 bucks. So I didn't uh, – I, I just gave the game – Less time, and then less time over the years, to the point where I'm lucky to play once or twice a year anymore. Which is bad, because I still have clubs, and I should use them. Right now, they're in a storage unit somewhere. 
But I'm like you when I when I go golfing with people because I'll only go if someone invites me. Uh, I never yeah. just go by myself. I warn them. I'm like I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not silly out there. Like I'll throw my club across the <laughs> the, the fairway uh, if I miss. But you're right. When you do good at pretty much anything, you feel good. But when you, like, top right. the ball, you know, like, when you come and you're ready to just smack the shit out of it, and here's the ball, and here's it's the club. the grounder. Boom, and it just, yeah, dribbles in front of you like uh-huh. a sad cum shot. And it's annoying when you lose a ball <laughs> constantly. Like, you just give up. You're slowing the game. It's The, the point is, it's a slow game, but it's the slowest game that you have to maintain speed because right. golf etiquette is all about you got to keep the speed of the game that's why i don't play with anybody because i don't have any friend, any friends that call me up and say want to play golf um i go by myself but i try to play by myself now that can right. create a problem for other golfers right. because you know that will slow their game down but i try to i'm not good enough i don't want to try and have to keep up with a group because they pair you up with people when you show up uh, solo, I don't want to slow anybody down and I don't want to embarrass myself. Like, if I'm getting lousy shots, I don't want yeah. people to see. No, I don't want people to be like, yeah, right. what are you doing here? It's like, look, right. I blow at this, but I'm just trying to be outside and, like, you know, swing right. and hit stuff. Yeah. I'm not tired. You know what else? Words, y'all. I'm sorry. This golf club, I'm not as good as handling it as is my AR 15 I have in my car. Let me just go get that, and I'll do a better job. No, 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 take your time. Take your time. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> right. My God. Oh. No, but yeah, I, I have never played a, a game of golf. Um, I think I've played maybe, maybe like a total of 10 times. Yeah. I do. I think it's it would be a lot of fun, though, to have a couple drinks, go out there in the greens, nice day. But like Biscardi said, it depends on the weather. If it's like 90 degrees, it's like, no way. People do that. People... There's pictures in Hawaii of people playing golf with the volcano like spewing behind them. I saw. I don't get it. See, people down I mean, here wear shorts and like you know, I mean, yeah, you're sweating, but you're drinking. And right. I could. Right. I, I feel like if I could just maybe someone give me golf clubs for like a gift, or maybe like a whole bunch of people all go in and get me golf clubs. I feel like I'd use them because down here there's so many fucking courses. It's like that's just the way of the world down there. Round. Trump. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in on yeah. Long Island, it's like problems are settled on a golf course. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Business is done. Right. Deals and are Florida made. Too. Meetings are made. Right. And Florida also. And um, God, yeah. Trump's putting. They, they show up in the most bizarre. To use that word of the day, with sports, How most bizarre. bizarre areas. Trump's putting one up. In the Bronx, right over the White Stone Bridge, called Trump Links. Um, you know, it's mm. it's not in the middle of the hood, but it's it's still it's Trump Links. It's in the Bronx. Uh, so oh, it's really? Popu- right it's it's really grown in popularity because when I started playing, not a lot of my peers played. Although I didn't realize, you know, in, in certain parts of the country, though, kids like Tiger Woods were born with clubs in their yeah. hands. And they were 17, 16, 17 years old playing better than the pros who were like as old as Jack Nicholas or Right, because um, it's like the Arnold Palmer. It's like the right. ultimate uh, muscle memory uh, game. Yeah. Uh, because yes. you're not exerting like a lot of strength 
a lot of the time, but then you are all technique. So, so like if if you teach technique. them really young, you'll be amazing. But like right. you'll but you'll also be like Tiger Woods, where you have like a fake hip, a fake knee, like a mm -hmm. neck surgery. You know, like mm -hmm. the body wears down swinging funny for that long. Yeah, yeah and, and if you not, if you don't keep yeah. up with it, you're obviously going to lose that muscle memory. So yeah. Yes, and if you become a billionaire from your sponsors and kind of get a little lazy. <laughs> Yeah, things happen. Things tend to go yeah. off. And the fashion yeah, of golf. Um, I mean, the, the the uniform is is ever changing. Like the shoes now are like regular sneakers. Oh, yeah, yeah, it used to right. be the old tasseled, hard spiked shoes. They were like white tassels. Right. And you Somebody remember back in, in the days of the hat? like the bagger oh, Vance yeah. era. You had like the, the hiked up socks the with, with the pantaloons oh, yeah. tucked in. Checkered pants. And the argyle. Right. The hat And now with the it's ball all about sportswear. Yeah. You know, they don't even wear khakis anymore. I don't even know what their no, pants are made out of. Now their pants are basically made out of, like, yoga pants material. Right. <clears throat> they look like khakis made by right. Under Armour and Oakley. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what it looks like. That's exactly That's, right. The Bagger Vance era, those funny with those hats with like the ball on it yeah, and the suspenders right. with the, the argyle pouch with a ball on the top. Yeah, it's like what is this? Bill. But now you know it's cool. You got to you got to look cool. You got to look trendy. Got to look sporty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hip, fashionable. I've had a, I would have a lot of respect for a professional golfer if they came out wearing the old Bagger Vance era outfit. And you're like, he's bringing it back. He's old school. You know, like the Argyle socks. I feel like Bubba Watson could pull that off. He's funny. He wears, like, no matter yes. what he wears, he buttons the top button, like, all the way to the neck. And, like, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have I a tie. Do doesn't it's have so he, weird. He does it, like, on purpose as, like, a, I hate that look. As, like, yeah, a that... nerdy joke. It's the ugliest it's so look stupid. on me, buttoned all the way to the top. I, yeah, I you look like North Korea. You look like Kramer oh, yeah. in Problem Child 1. Yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> Like, are you a waiter? For JR. What are you doing? <laughs> What's your guys' policy on wearing a uh, button down shirt with the button up top? Do you guys ever have an undershirt underneath or do you bare chested? Uh, I do. Uh, it depends how hot it is uh, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I, I usually do an undershirt. But I yeah. Do, I do either or. It just depends on yeah. many the factors. Depends yeah. on the shirt itself, the button down right. shirt. Obviously, yes. the weather, where we're going, who we'll be with. Yeah. How doughy I'm feeling that day. Doughy. I get it. Yeah, right. All depends. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, news you want to get into tonight, or do you want to jump into sports? I, I know we kind of uh, jumped off. That was just oh. sports. Didn't we just oh, do it was? sports? We've just oh, I thought that was sports. Well, I guess we like did. Well, the news. Power. The news is the obvious if people want to weigh in on it. Again. But uh, let's see. So Trump did sign today. The, uh, finally, the relief. Oh yeah. So we can stop with with all. China, 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 China. I have to have my China. Yeah, I mean, maybe move on. See. I'm glad he did it. It's like it's time to just. This is just too much backlash. Too much. Yeah, he gave a good speech. He did, well, he did it. Yeah, he no, he did it, and uh, Scotty's absolutely right. There's just too much backlash, and uh, I mean, it is unwatchable to see kids in cages and stuff like that. And I, I didn't think yeah. that was going to last. But he, he gave a good speech, and he, you know, he said nobody in their heart wants to see that. And 
you know, it's good. I, I got to find my but cat. It's area not, you know, you can't blame the CBP for doing their job because that's no. not the way the law is written. And I feel big, a lot of credit to them. For right. It's, it's, you know, it's hard. Right. Like that's they're true. security guard people or whatever. Like, what are they going to be like? Like, yo, uh, this is kind of fucked up. I don't think we should do this, but uh, no, you get fired. Law. Right. Yeah. yeah no, and it's to. not just, and people are arguing from minutes. the left. That's not a law. That's not a law. And, uh, all the stupid arguments from either side. It is a law. It's a law in New York and New Jersey State that if a, an adult commits a crime and a child is present, this crime could be as petty as shoplifting. A child cannot be in the same holding cell as the adult and that cannot be in, in a cell with the opposite sex. That's true. So that's everywhere. And it's not but, a new thing. It's, a, it's the first time it's happened of this magnitude that was televised. But this happened before in 2014. There was an influx of immigration from... Uh, yeah. Syria, I think it was. Uh, but they did the same thing with the cages and all that. It's just a detainment center, which you have to do in any country that has organized government. If you have immigrants but coming in, you need to the... for diseases. Well, yes, and sometimes I, I think maybe we should just reopen. Maybe the answer is let's just reopen Ellis Island and you just process people. If you want to do the chain would migration, to, everybody would love to can, open can get back Island. on the boats. By the way, maybe I've never been there. Have you solution. been there? No, I've never really cared to go. Okay. I kind of forget about it, but uh, I know it's like a museum now. It's, it's for tourists. But I think we should reopen it because uh, I think that would just make everybody happy. But, of course, people in the far left all think that, uh, oh, we should just have open borders and people should just walk through. And I'm reading these arguments, human beings are not illegal. And I'm thinking, well, I don't think anybody's being charged for being a homo sapien. I don't think right. they're being no, it's. It is a, it is a, it's like that line in uh, Blow. Well, it's just, I just crossed an illegal line, an imaginary line with, with, the, plants. with the plant. Fortunately for you, that line was real. The plants you were carrying were illegal. They all said $3,000. I mean, it's true. And uh, if you, with any country, I mean, if, if you have to have, you can't, if people get caught coming in, you have to detain them. You can't just go, Turn around. I mean, you, you need to know if they have something wrong, if they have a disease, where they're going, what's the story. Yeah, the problem with these people is they, they all, so many people who don't see the problems with the chain migration, you know, they live in this bubble where they don't see the problems. You know, they hear, oh, MS-13, I don't have that in my neighborhood, so that doesn't exist. And if it does, so who cares? Um, yeah, right. And then there's, yeah, right. you know, they just see kids and, and crying kids, but they don't th take it a step further. I remember being in, uh, yeah, right. yeah. this was maybe 10 years ago, yeah. and I'm driving downtown. And I had I had a Cadillac at the time, and I'm inching my way into the. My son bought me a Cadillac. My father a Cadillac. My son bought me a Cadillac, and uh, this guy son. comes by, and I I just knew I saw him coming. He had this giant SUV, and he sideswiped. I knew he was going to do it because he couldn't oh, fit. I remember that. Traffic. And he looks at me, and just gives this. Oh well, yeah, f you. I don't care. <laughs> and I get out of the car and I look at the damage because we're stuck at a red light. And the guy's not getting out of the car. And I'm yelling. And I'm really causing a scene. And I'm cursing at this guy. And he went and Yeah, get out of the fucking car. Gets in there. Gets in there. And the, I get back in my car because the light turns green. I'm trying to chase this guy. Anyway, make a long story of getting too long here. I trace the number. The NYPD, by the way, after I oh my gosh. reported them, didn't give a shit either. Because it was Terrible. too much. Terrible. This guy was a guy named Jose from the Bronx with no insurance. Jose. Didn't get into. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get into if it, whether or not he was an illegal immigrant or not. But when you think people without yeah, insurance, you're pissed off. No, they're illegal. He's illegal. You know, if you're an illegal immigrant, the chance of you having insurance is, is probably pretty. And this guy ran off. 
Because yeah. he didn't want to get in trouble. Terrible. And that really Absolutely pissed me. terrible. So imagine all these uninsured drivers. You're going to get hit. It's going to be, and you're going to have to pay. And you know everybody's going to get amnesty. But of course, I'm the far left. Oh, I don't care. It's not their fault. I can afford it. We're no, all it's white. Terrible. Yeah, hey, you don't need to just, tell me. I don't care. Let them in. Let them in. Let them in. You and, don't need to tell uh, me. It happens out here all like the time. That. Happens out here all the time. I got hit by someone without insurance. Probably yeah. not a legal citizen, and it was their fault. And uh, I get out of the car. The damage wasn't too bad. It was more of mine. And I just said, oh, I work with the sheriff's department. I'm just going to call them up and have them take a report. They were like, no, please, we give you money, whatever you need. I was like, I'll take 200 bucks. We'll make this go away. You know, <laughs> just, just get, go get the money. Because oh, I, I was like, I'm yeah. going to take this because you did damage my car. And apparently you really don't want the cops called. When I bought my car out here, the salesman said, if you get into an accident here, it's going to most likely be someone without insurance that won't be charged or pay for it. So uh, don't do that. This is a guy like talking to a customer well, I could have been anyone. I was like, oh, good to know, man. Yeah, but all right. they, but it's people true. just Happens don't care. The they just not let them all in. Let them all. I'm a product of chain migration. I'm an immigrant descendant. I'm like, you have nothing in common here. It's nothing in common. No Stop common trying out. to relate and make the connection here. Um, you know, I'm, I, I hate the fact that kids had to suffer. So that let's fix that. But yeah. That could be fixed. One of the things I do like it, is that at the very least, a lot of these a lot of these okay. people are, are not arguing just to let them in, but they just some people are just saying let's reunite the families. I'm like, okay, that I can live with because that's a law that could oh, be. I don't care. Right, yeah, no. we're gonna reunite it. Why do just people reunite? care about these families that they don't even they don't even know? They don't know. Like why do why they do don't? They, they're like I'm sad, so I need a reason to express my sadness. Oh, I'll just. <laughs> cry about other people's I, sadness because it's to raise the propaganda so it's that they true. can all say this is all the president's fault and this is how we we can we vote on a motion like yeah, Rachel Maddow yeah, it's, it's all right. a popularity contest yeah. it's a big circle jerk I saw today a GoFundMe and I'm not taking away from the situation I saw that too but it was like somebody raised so far, 21000 has been raised to reunite this kid with his family. I was like, my dad traveled a lot as a kid. I didn't see him. I Can I have $25,000 to <laughs> see my dad? Like, I mean, I'm not taking away from it, but like, come the fuck on. Your money's not going to do anything. It's going to a really yeah. smart guy who set that up that's just going to pocket that money. Because what's he going to do? Give it to the government? Here's I'm sick and they tired. Accept it. I am sick and tired of hearing from this damn pope who I can't stand. I, I despise Pope oh, Francis. Francis is very great. He, li- he likes I you, Michael. He believes him. in you. He's he a hippie. I, I, I cannot stand <laughs> Pope Francis. <laughs> oh, um, no. What did he say? He's not like, like, big yeah, mouth. It's what he, when does oh, he not say something? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So i like, why don't you let them in? You know, that's what the church is for. So why don't you? You could afford it. Fly him on it. It's this is not his country. It's That's not his business. So it's not about doing the Christian. We get about doing the Christian thing. Gonna, if people want to get into this country legally, I'm sure there's plenty of Christians who will say, "Let's bring them into our home." Of course. But this is not your business. Don't be telling us about our borders and we should keep them open. Because this is, you know, I get it. He's supposed to be the Pope. You're supposed to love everybody. Got it. Yes. You bring him in. Well, I mean, there and, are, and I want to say this too about the the uh, the immigration as a whole. When people who think that um, you know this government, this administration is just keeping people out because they're racist and we don't want immigrants, right? It costs me yeah. a lot of money. I've said this before to bring right. my wife here. It sucks. I got it. 
it could be a little bit less. Uh, I paid somewhere, I think, an upwards of three thousand just in the first. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Segment. Yeah, and then that's some people crazy. get lawyers involved, and no. that's just gonna. I don't recommend you do that because bringing a lawyer just means you got something to hide. I think it's so. Wait, so, so if you get if you get married to somebody that's not a citizen, it's not an automatic thing. You have to pay all this money. Well, yeah, but that's the point. DHS, make no mistake about this. Government wants immigrants because DHS wants your money. You figure, yeah, it's a racket. You know, two twenty five hundred bucks with a four person family. But of course, what's the left going to say? Oh, well, but people can't afford that. They probably can't, or they just don't want to pay. It. So it's easier just to run on in and live here illegally. But people like me had to pay it, and it's not just the money. It's a pain in the ass. I got it. I've had to go to stupid interviews. I've had to go to uh, stupid biometrics tests more than once. Uh, uh, you know, it's like her damn. fingerprints didn't change from the last time. Uh, so I I get it, but it's not really difficult to get here legally. I mean, every all my in-laws are here legally. Right. There's there's it's a lot of avenues you can take. So spare yeah. yourself and your family the grief and just. Do the right, there's like a dozen consulates in Mexico they could go to apply for citizenship. Just that way. That's true. It's or true. you can send us money to the podcast. Oh my gosh. We'll help you get in the country. I mean, well, I can't promise the yeah, best results. You should results, start a GoFundMe account that is. Uh, I want to. Money for no reason. <laughs> see what. The see, human fund. See who will just donate for no reason. That's what we need to do. It's amazing what some of these people are Maybe able to somebody do. Somebody will be like, oh, I appreciate Oh, yes. That. Here's a million. I appreciate it. Yeah. Here's 300,000. Fix me. your peach. Yeah. <laughs> Admire your gerrymander. Do you guys want to put tonight in the W column? This has been a, a well-rounded, packed show. A juicy. Yeah, I think that's a W. I think the listeners have probably heard it. Oh, uh, a fine update. Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, shit. still yeah. low down at 11. Uh, me Fox. at 18, I've risen. Clark, care to shake a guess? 27. 34. 34? I owe 34 bucks? Yep. Oh my gosh. Alright, I'll take it. By the way, if you're not familiar with the game, uh, anytime somebody apologizes on the air, they owe a dollar, which at the end of the year will be donated to Terrible. a charity that the other person's choice. So Biscardi will be donating to Greenpeace. Yeah, will right. be donating to the NRA. And John will be donating to the 90s movies chat. And nothing We talked about <laughs> references that nobody understands. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even give to the NRA, though. I don't really think they need my Or whatever. Yeah, right. I'll be donating <laughs> to the, uh, the caucuses. Um, the caucuses. What a funny name. The caucuses. But yeah, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to the review of Gotti. Uh, mentioned on the immigration policies with news of this. Fourth with John. And tweet us. And tweet us. At the underscore podcastle. Check out all the shows for free on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Check out the Bis Blogger at bisblogger.wordpress.com. Michael on Twitter at mbiscardi Jr. John at jdh272psu. Myself, Kingman Prods. From the bottom of our dicks, the gentleman in charge of wearing a, a lovely bird hat, Jonathan Esther, to the man on scoring three eagles. Below par nine on hole 18, Michael Biscardi. To the man in charge of missing the hole and crying like a school baby in the bathroom, Matthew Clark. Ouch. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen, and good night. And Godspeed. And trust the process.
I nailed it.